0: Hello, and welcome to Dialogue Choices Podcast. We missed a week last week because Andrew and I didn't sleep. So we were like, I give up. <laughs> and so we didn't do one. But this this week yeah. we did sleep. What a surprise. <laughs> wow. That's where we are well, today.
1: You, It's it's important to note that you were both... I, I was awake during the time we were supposed to record last week, and you both weren't sleeping while we were not recording
0: you're just working on other things bad use of time uh didn't you go back to sleep andrew i did go back to sleep yeah that was like that was like your goal was to go back to sleep uh in that time so you could be ready for the final fantasy stream in my case i had already had i had already had coffee because i was going to try to power through the podcast but i was definitely depending on at least having Andrew there too, so him him being a wreck <laughs> too. I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, this isn't gonna work. And also, I already have I coffee, can't... so I also can't go back to sleep.
1: Yeah, I can't no, imagine I... going to sleep and then waking up t- and then being okay. I can't. Like, I can't do that. Once I, hmm. I like for the first four hours of the day, I can't
0: say things very well. Yeah, my my body just quits on me. Where it'll it'll just be like, oh yeah, you uh you went uh, you uh you woke up. It's not you're not you're not ready to wake up yet. It's been too it's been too short. You're not going to be good today. Too bad. <laughs> you're awake. You're never going back, boy. <laughs> oh like no. Like I yeah. Like I if I if I know that I'm already fucked. Like it just it there's nothing I can, like I I can sit there and try and lay in bed and like put on like some white noise and do whatever the fuck I can try to do and I'll just be trying to go back to bed and I can straight up just waste two hours trying to go back to bed and have it never work so at some point you, you, you just give up i'm like okay today's just gonna suck yeah <laughs> just all the more reason to have uh weekends programmed into my schedule now where i only have to do like five episodes per series per week instead of seven because like it just if i if, if once a week my sleeping fails then it's just like well fuck it today's just a loop, sleeping day just, yeah well not even because i won't sleep it won't work oh right so instead it's just a, oh you get i see what just you mean. don't you, work day <laughs> you can use the day up yeah yeah i'll just fuck off and play wow or watch the expanse or whatever and I'll be like this is just a nothing this is just a whatever can't do much else because it's still quarantine there's no world outside uh yeah unless i just want to go go to a bike path alone or something
2: there's no world outside <laughs> i mean
0: it's not going great <laughs> i, I yeah. always want to say it's funny i got in such th- i got in such a habit this year this last year of referring to you know the state of the world right now as 2020 like here it is this is 2020 and it's always like the vague reference to like all of the all, like several elements <laughs> of political strife but also just the overbearing world changing aspect of the coronavirus and so on like but like now it's not 2020 <laughs>
2: No, it's 2021 it's 2020. and i yeah. still
0: continue to always want to refer to it as 2020 <laughs> like because well, because the feeling and the state of the world is just so specifically 2020 like that is the problem that is the, the word the term for all this but it's not true anymore <laughs> and i hate I, that <laughs> i was watching a video from july 2020
1: and i somebody mentioned the before times And I was like, it was so jarring to me because I haven't heard that expression in a while. People don't even talk about the before times anymore. At least I haven't heard it. Yeah,
0: like we've been in this (laughs) for so long that that wistfully referring to like three months ago before it started is such an old idea that it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, because that itself is referring to like, like that. Now that amount of time ago is several of that time ago ago. (laughs) Like it, it just loops and loops. It's like when you measure your t- your time, like your life in terms of like how long high school was and then you're like f- and you're like eventually you're like oh fuck, high school ended 3 high schools ago. <laughs> like it's such a it's such a large amount of time that you can't like process it the same way anymore. We can be as nostalgic about the early pandemic now. I am like, not like, nostalgic we be about
1: nostalgic. it. I'm definitely not.
0: <laughs> like not nostalgics might not be the exact word, but like you know what I, feel I mean like I you don't can know. you can like yeah think back on that like a distant past thing like i remember i remember oh, I uh, <laughs> go in
1: a distant past back in my day <laughs> like People. it was
0: like i, I remember like oh man that what a bummer this 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 thing might actually last long enough that i have to turn 30 in the pandemic and that was in april of 2020 <laughs> and your
1: <laughs> birthday is in august
0: right no that no that no my birthday was in april that's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, like, like it's like, oh, Probably. man, this is I don't think lockdown's going to be gone in time. Like, because like, we still didn't fully understand we didn't know, yeah. how yeah. astronomically large and long this was going to be. So we we're like, oh, man, oh, fuck, it, it might actually last like a whole three months. <laughs> what a <laughs> what a it's... long time to be like this. And like now it's like we don't even remember what the world was like <laughs> anymore. <laughs> we're going to we're going to have uh, like difficulties like reintegrating into society like our generation is going to be defined by this handful of years yeah because we're absolutely. going to be we're going to fundamentally behave differently potentially for the rest of our lives in a way that we don't fully understand but other generations will notice about us and it's like that's that's the fucking world we're in <laughs> that's the fucking state of things like what a fucking it's, concept i <laughs> love it's definitely the idea the,
2: that it's like You're going to look back in this time. It's like, wow, everyone dunked on fucking millennials. And then a pandemic happened and all these millennials really just didn't take it well. And it's like, what happened to this
0: generation? Well, like, it'll be all these things. Like, why don't they like crowds?
2: (laughs) They didn't own own homes. They didn't hang out with crowds. They did. Like, they all went to school, but didn't get good jobs. What the hell happened to this generation? They never touched
0: touched their face, but they always washed their hands. (laughs) All these I, different yeah. fucking elements.
1: It's definitely it's a case a lot of, of weird. It's definitely a case yeah. of like, I, I I think like here in Portugal we're probably going to be in <laughs> lockdown for the rest of the year, really. Even with vaccination, uh, there's always going to be measures. There's always going to be slow downs, and it, even even on a, even if the thing is because it's going to be so progressive coming coming back to normal or what making a new normal as it as it were, it's uh. It's like a real question of well, now I don't wanna. You know what I mean? It's like I don't feel. It's, I feel I, I miss being with friends, you know, meet space friends, and I miss playing meet space. <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm a YouTuber. It's it's different, uh, <laughs> but I'm, I miss I miss uh, you know playing playing in a band together and just going. To shops and doing whatever without having to worry about, am I now gonna contract this deadly disease that might kill me or my f- or my family? Um, but it's also like that all this time without doing it, it 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 shapes the like we, we we can't be pine. I'm talking from a personal perspective, but I I assume it's the same for everybody. I can't. I didn't get through 2020, and. And I'm not gonna get through 2021 with uh, while pining for the good old days of just doing whatever. I'm not, I'm not here being like, ah, oh, man, I really, I really want to go back. No, I need. I, I I came to terms with this, and I need to be okay with it for a while or however it's gonna last. And then when it's not this anymore, then well, we'll see. But I'm not.
0: You're just never gonna know, go outside think, again. Yeah. You're gonna be the. Sort of, what's the Japanese word? Ikikomori? yeah
1: yeah
2: hikimori
0: yeah fully give up on ever living in society again (laughs)
2: uh i mean that's like Like, i so for example i went i did go out recently um and it was like really I, i felt like immediately anxious the moment i i realized that there were a lot of people in a vicinity and i was like are, am <laughs> i crazy am, am i the only you know there's like this moment of like you feel like you got gaslit where you're like fuck did i was i the only one who got told about a pandemic because all of y'all don't seem like you notice you know that's sort of and when i see that the, there's a sampling bias to... yeah, yeah. there's also
0: the truth yeah for sure. anyone who doesn't give a fuck about the pandemic is going to be around outside the most in general but yeah that, that, i went to the i went to the post office to check my p.o box at one point and there was just people walking in there, around in there with no masks on. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. what the fuck? And it's like, I, I just, it's, it's just frustrating. I'm, and like different people live through this in different ways. Like, I, like, I have, there's multiple people in my house that just have to deal with like customer service face to face every day. <laughs> and it's like, that's a very different pandemic experience. Whereas, like, I have been like shut off from society because i can because my work doesn't involve being forced to be with people all the time so like i like i yeah i I straight up like i i I put i I continue to especially because i can order food and stuff like that i will put off going to like grocery shopping longer and longer sometimes and it's like more and more it's like longer and longer gaps between seeing anyone besides my housemates in person and it's always like this weird threatening experience whenever you actually go out anywhere and you're surrounded by people and you you just like you get paranoid like because you like use the like you like oh fuck i didn't use the hand sanitizer at the register and like uh what have i touched or like did i accidentally touch my face or something like that and like is this the one like like every time i (laughs) every time i have to go out to deal with something and i'm touching surfaces and things it's always like it's definitely less bad than it was at the beginning when I was more afraid of it, which was ironically when it was less dangerous because it was such a such a smaller pandemic back then because we had no idea how big it was going to get. And I'm a little desensitized yep. to it now, but there's still the aspect of like in the back of my head, I'll, like, I'll, I'll occasionally think about like how many days has it been since the last time I went to the grocery store? Would I would I be symptomatic by now? Like and like I guess I made I guess I'm okay this time. Like I have like a timer in the back of my head here and there. I was like, oh yeah, I went to I went to Rayleighs on like Saturday. And it's like Thursday, so I guess I'm fine. Uh, but like there was a early on, it would be like I would fucking like snore or something and my throat would be sore. And then I'd be like, this is it. I'm dying. <laughs> like,
3: yeah,
1: just every any time other b-
0: you would catastrophize any symptom. And I would create my <laughs> own symptoms by just being somebody that wakes up shittily on a regular basis and be like, no, but this seems worse than normal.
1: Every time <laughs> I, I smell like a particularly strong s- smell and I remember that I have the sense of smell, I'm like, oh, no, I'm still good. <laughs> like, and every time I cough, I'm like, mm.
3: <laughs> it,
1: it's just I think that's probably a common experience for a lot of people. Maybe not the most unpreoccupied of, of people, but I think like seeing people who are just don't give a damn about the pandemic. That just makes me want to just no I will. Uh, my house is very nice. I will put myself in there oh yeah, it's, like, it's not, so like,
0: deeply frustrating
2: i'm not anti <sighs> keep... like i'm aware that it exists and i am not uh, no no you know, no I'm, uh, not, I'm not no no uh, i'm saying and i i get that like i i'm not i i don't have a fear of it like i'm not as scared of getting it because like good luck killing me but like the <laughs> but the no F- one else like, has succeeded tried. so far. yeah exactly i was like many have tried all have failed but good luck The sure mr COVID. burns syndrome uh, or whatever yeah, well,
0: you have I mean, so many diseases, they're all it's like they're all trying to fit through this door and they none of them can get through. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but the uh, but I you know, I don't go around, I don't like I'm not touching things, uh, and then rubbing my face. I'm not, I wear a mask, I do you know, I do the things. It's just like all I the way I approach like the way I approach stuff is because I'm wearing a mask anytime I'm outside, I touch anything I want to because the moment I come inside, I just wash my hands. Yeah, that that's thing. it is at all. Yeah. Uh, and it's you know like that's the like i don't i i not somebody who touches my face well besides when i used to smoke there was no other time i touched my face i don't go around like putting my fingers in my nose and like sniffing my body um so i don't you know i never like panic about like oh did i do the thing well oh i touched the thing it's like oh that's fine i'll just go home and wash my hands
3: Mm -hmm. like
2: just you know like i because what i had had, like a a
0: mortifying experience where i was like did i just make somebody fear for their lives (laughs) <laughs> Did you sneeze? Cause I, uh, well, I, uh, cause I, I was getting I was getting groceries and like everything was loaded into the cart and I just left the register and I like I used too much of the sanitizer that they have there <laughs> and I was like trying to rub my hands together to like get it like away like finish it or whatever the fuck and like I was like I gotta go there's like this place is crowded I gotta go move and uh, so I started I started pushing the cart and my hands are still wet on the cart and I'm like oh fuck. <laughs> But I get out. I get outside, and I and I put my uh, I put my uh, groceries in my trunk, and then I'm pushing the, the cart to the uh, cart station, which I always do. You fucking lunatics. Uh, i'm so mad at everyone People in don't. society because they just yeah. leave scattered carts in the parking lot everywhere and just make life hell for the guy that has to gather them all While well, also like endangering everyone's cars all the time and also yeah just, i was gonna so, say oftentimes it's not even, it's not even just... just literally taking up parking spots <laughs> like what the fuck uh, but, but i'm on my way yeah. back to the cart and this person's like oh yeah i'll take that i'm like oh. and i'm I just kind <laughs> of like because i it's just go along snow, with bro. i always default to just going along with whatever the fuck people say on a regular basis you have signed it's just your own out of like a so, really like a, a social politeness or whatever the fuck so i was like oh oh yeah okay and i, I just kind of let let them take it but i'm like one it's like why are you just freshly taking a cart straight from another person during a pandemic like what a choice to make uh oh. it's like holding doors open for people it's like no it's, this this is this, this this dies this year <laughs> uh <laughs> But also, uh, I'm like, oh, God, I think the handle was still wet. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, that's, wet that's with impressive. sanitizer, and yeah. he's like, walk- and he walked away with, like, a wet handle, and I'm like, I- I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to get <laughs> out of here and not, not think <laughs> thought- about this anymore, but I'm still thinking about it. It's been, like, eight months. You also said to- some very
1: interesting <laughs> sentences. You were trying to rub your hands together to make it go away, and then the person walked away with a head- wet handle, and this situation yeah. can be misinterpreted.
0: That's that, That's my job. I just do that. I, I do it on I definitely do it on purpose. <laughs> you did not do it on purpose this time. No, I do.
1: You did. It's, oh my it's God.
0: like it's like Effie will fucking like quote my phrasing like it's like, wow, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, I I my job is me self-selecting <laughs> the way I phrase things to make it the most entertaining. That's all I do all day. <laughs> mm, good good job. Good job. I will say I, I will say stuff specifically the dumber way like when i'm <laughs> playing fucking uh spoiler um fuck it Pre-advised, pre advise guess what playing mario uh like when i'm playing mario oh. and, and i'm like present yourself to me plessy <laughs> because fucking plessy oh, always God. like points their ass at you so you can jump on and they're just like this this fucking this needy little bitch is just all over the entire level spawning in every pool of water every time <laughs> you approach it and just like presenting their ass to you for you to jump on like that's they do the it's just they just do that the whole game all the time so it's like present <laughs> yourself to me <laughs>
3: that
1: is that's just yes. that's
0: just that's just what you do
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> spoilers <laughs> well it's because the game i'm I'm a bit know, ahead of I schedule i uh i finished mdk before it came out and then i i was halfway through mario before mdk came out and i just finished the rest of mario uh wow. yesterday good job it's it's short it's not mdk oh, yeah. short mdk, MDK is, only thre- is such a trip mdk is only like three hours long and mario which all the websites claimed was three hours long was definitely like six hours long uh and i would i wasn't really wasting time because it's not really a game where i can waste much time like expounding upon the lore and, and standing around and monologuing or anything and so i'm just convinced that everyone who says that the game's three hours long is bad mario players like the, skipping <laughs> like, all the dialogue no, leads? there's not much dialogue either they're just people that are like, oh Yo, yeah, I beat. they're like oh yeah i beat mario you know i got like two stars per mario 64 level and then i beat the game um... it's like what are you doing who does that you get every That's star or mario. at least like 80 yeah. percent, and you skip the handful that look boring or whatever i thought they have a thing <laughs>
2: for that like a completion
0: yeah like this it's, like it... that game has 100 stars and like i know that like the first bell that you get that you encounter because the, the, there's like the gates in the game uh for progress requires five but the first region has like 20 <laughs> and i'm like what did, you, what did you just fucking like qualify for the They're battle and skipping. then just yeah. beat the game as fast as possible it's mario don't you want the shines why are you here Is, you're not here for the plot are you that reminds me i better of, roll of credits something... as fast as possible then report online to everyone that the game's three hours long fucking idiots that
1: reminds me of something that really weird that happened to me with specifically tides of Numenera, uh, torment tides of Numenera. It's an RPG by, by the folks that made uh, Wasteland 3. And uh, it's really good, but it is very verbose. It has a lot of dialogue. And the thing with doing Let's Plays is that, you know, when you read dialogue out loud, it's a lot slower than just reading it for yourself. Yep. And and I was like in episode 30 of a... I, I, I'm, I'm checking now to see how many episodes. It's 124 long episode. So half an hour each. Uh, and back then I was still releasing them like every day. Uh, Because I don't release them every day now. But back then I was releasing one episode every day and that was it. And uh, by episode 10 or something, and and, and episode 50, or sorry, after episode 15, somewhere around there, there were three different people that asked me that if I still hadn't finished the game. And this was like on a Let's Play that obviously releases once once, uh, (laughs) per episode. I still haven't finished the game. It's a freaking long RPG. I mean, I get that people can just finish them in three days and that's it because it's,
0: you know. Like, you people are looking finish. at your episode can of be like, God, you're still not done or something? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like dude, what they say it's going to be the next year until I'm done with this. <laughs> and yeah. it was. Uh,
1: there, are, people... there are always
0: comments. There, there's also always the people that are just like, when are you going to finish this so you can start something else? Because they just don't care about the playthrough. And so in many cases, they're not oh. watching the videos. They just see, like, it's still around. And they keep poking in. It's like people, will be like, because people, like, poke in, and be like, when do you think this is going to be done? And it's like, because... Uh, Mm -hmm. it gets especially popular on uh, uh, practice both in the comment section and in my discord uh for my patreon series because they want because they want to know when the next one's going to happen but they're not actually watching the series that's happening now for me it was i think more of a
1: i think it was specifically related to how short the game felt for a lot of people and devoid of content and i've recently learned that i missed like a few hours of content as well because there were like a secret It's an optional. Yeah. So it's like this huge RPG that it left me very satisfied. And I was like, ah, this is great. I I, I loved it. And then people early on in the Let's
0: Play being like, oh, this game doesn't have anything. It's it's such a disappointment. It's so Mm -hmm. short. And I'm like, (laughs) never underestimate how much people play video games in zombie mode. Oh, especially like, a game
1: that's the, 99% dialogue? I can't imagine. Yeah,
0: but like, so many people play games just, like, half-paying attention and multitasking, and, like, like I was there before, like, in the mid-2000s, I was, like, watching YouTube videos while playing near Gestalt, so I took, no, I, like, remembered nothing of it. When I came back and Let's Played it later, Uh, when I came, like when I came back and Let's Played it, I was like, wow, this is the plot of this game? And, like, the same thing goes for, like, uh... <laughs> uh like i cannot i cannot tell you a single gameplay mechanic or any of the story of uh Kingdoms of Amalur and i beat it <laughs> there's some games <laughs> i even like platinum trophyed that in this way and it's just like oh well actually, I, sure, I i wasted that experience and here's the biggest sin of all here's the biggest sin on this list is New Vegas. <laughs> oh, New Vegas is so susceptible so, to that. I look though. forward to Oops. my eventual blind fucking playthrough of New Vegas. Because even though I've beaten it like three times, I don't know any of it.
1: Like seriously, I know the, in- I I know the Ve- intro. New-
0: I know there's fascists.
1: <laughs> I uh, Well, it's kind of complicated. I beat New Vegas once and I was are paying they attention not fascists? on camera. <laughs> they are, but it's... it's, it's
2: <laughs> Either way, uh, the they're, not, is, they're not bad fascists. Yes, they're, they are.
1: Yeah. They're, they're more Nazis than they're fascists,
0: if that makes a That's difference.
2: That's worse.
1: And then people tell you That's that they're That's a are circle within Soviets. a circle with no Venn but then diagramming,
0: then you, but it's the worst circle in the fascism.
1: And <laughs> then, then some people will, will defend that they're actually, they're Soviets, Soviets, and you know do
0: not pay attention to those people.
1: Uh, either way, Oh, point some is, people
0: have really worrying reads of games sometimes yeah, that really give away I, they do it that on you purpose shouldn't top. talk to them anymore.
1: They do it on purpose. Just, uh, like how every single
0: pl- pl- every single game that critic uh criticizes uh capitalism with they're like no that's actually socialism.
3: <laughs> it's and criticizing. It's like, socialism. Oh, okay, you're an
0: idiot. <laughs> I see. <laughs> this game um, that was completely devoid of subtlety, you didn't get it <laughs> because you're so politically brainwashed you can't handle something being incredibly just 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 telling you its themes. <laughs> <laughs> New, like, New Vegas oh, sorry go ahead. No, that was it.
1: New Vegas is specifically a tricky game to... Pay. Like, even if you pay attention, what I'm saying is, even if you pay attention, you're still not going to get it completely. There's so much subtext to that particular game that, uh, yeah, I'm sure you're going to... Well, I hope you're going to enjoy it, but uh, you're definitely not going to remember anything. Because I'm, I'm playing it two years after finishing it for the first time,
0: and I, right now I don't remember half of it, so... And I played it when it was <laughs> brand new, so it was during the era of... During the time where the game hadn't actually been redeemed yet, because at first Mm -hmm. the the reputation was that it was shittier Fallout 3. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just the common consensus among normies that was just that it was just not a very good game. Like, it was just a a glitchier, less well-made version of Fallout 3, and it wasn't very well-liked. And then it kind of took a while for, like, the basically the the public masses like the larger groups that actually bought it to kind of quiet down and then you heard how had how this whole you, you got to hear everybody talking about it, how like all the reasons why it was an incredible game and so on uh, that's the
1: definition of a cult classic
0: almost yeah but it just takes yeah it, it, it's it's when things get like re reinterpreted and re understood essentially like uh kind of like what's happening right now with jennifer's body for example Hmm. like people keep like people, there's a lot of people rediscovering Jennifer's body and making a big deal about like what's special about it and being like and there's a lot of like I, I say this because like uh there was a thing where we were like for example Andrew uh Stephanie and I both found a channel called Yara Zade that had this really really good video about Jennifer's body and we found it separately at the same time cuz like the fucking <laughs> algorithm just knew to send it to both of us apparently and uh like rowan ellis just put out a video about that exact topic today actually so it's fresh in my mind but it's like but there's like an ongoing like and it's also like specifically uh a queer read of the whole thing that and so like different like different subcultures have a much different read on the whole thing and whereas the actual the actual movie at the time was just this like Oh man, Megan Fox is hot, and she's from Transformers, and she can't act, but she looks like that, and that was like the whole narrative around her. So that's how the movie was basically sold, even though that's not how it was written or directed or like what the uh, like the people are like that actually made any of the movie. Like, like it's like it was marketed in a way that was completely counter to everything about the point of the movie or even the target demographic of the movie. And then it was, Mm -hmm. and then all the reviews are just like the reviews are actually really gross because the reviews are constantly like yeah it's a stupid movie full of dumb bitches and she can't act basically and blah 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 but uh man you you can you kind of get to see her a bit like she's still she sure is hot but you don't get to see that much of her so it's not really that good of a movie for seeing how hot uh uh i just fucking played (laughs) i just lost her name how did i do that megan fox (laughs)
3: yeah
0: uh this this it's 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 hard to cycle through the list of (laughs) yeah mistreated actresses because it's like uh not Kristen Stewart not Kristen Stewart
1: Kristen Stewart Stewart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) because that's another one where it's like that her reputation took a while to come back from Twilight and it's like it wasn't really her fault uh and I've I've been guilty of that too although for me it's just really specific for me it was just I was just like fucking take a drink whenever he does an opening shot in a movie where Kristen Stewart's mouth is open for some reason because she's th- they they must she, do that on purpose right that that has to be editorial like the i don't know directions. kit harrington has it too so i don't know that's <laughs> why i'm saying
1: like uh, like watch silent
0: hill revelations and just just watch every scene where kit harrington has his mouth open by about half an inch and just kind of agape <laughs> and like like yeah. he's like looking for stage directions admittedly he's not a very good actor he, yeah that's true as well he's not even good in uh, game of thrones <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's, he's. Fortunately for him, his role doesn't actually require him to be particularly. No, he just has overt. to make pouty eyebrows, which is part yeah, of the a, slightly open and mouth. Have hair. Pays off. And have hair. He, they really went in all all in on the hair on the later oh, yeah. seasons. Like, <laughs> my God, the thing the thing that uh, the thing I say this because there are certain like obviously we as a as viewers we have absolutely no idea what kind of direction and yeah. every person on stage or it's not stage on set that is the correct term uh gets and actors also get directions for things that maybe they are not interested in i was reading earlier today um is it patrick stewart who, who plays patrick
0: stewart who
1: plays patrick stewart wait that's his, that's the actor i'm sorry i, I never watched star <laughs> trek i don't know the names very well patrick stewart uh, I plays think it was... patrick
0: stewart in patrick stewart
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i was i was reading an article Jean-Luc specifically Picard. about. yes yes but he wasn't on Star Trek. it was something else, and apparently <laughs> the director apparently the director just basically gave him no I, it wasn't him, sorry, it was um Gordon um
0: oh, I don't remember we're on him. the wrong actor the whole time
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm just mixing up all the <laughs> names. My point is that sometimes actors will have crappy performances that even don't fit the movie just because the editors or the sorry the
0: um directors want a certain Give them thing strange directions. That's yeah. supposedly a big thing about Twilight. I don't even remember the source because at this point I've, like, watched a distressing number of videos about the Twilight series on both ends. Like, both the, uh, like, let's just fucking, like, like uh, what is it, like, uh, Cosmonaut Variety Hour and Why Your Movie Sucks have both done, like, commentary throughs where they, like, they do a commentary track and then they highlight, they do a highlight reel of the commentary track and that's, like, the abridged video of them just laughing at the movie. Then you have like a uh, folding ideas being like, oh, you know, oh wait, no, that was a uh, Lindsay folding Ellis had, had a video defending Twilight. Folding ideas had a video where it was like a lukewarm defense of Fifty Shades of Grey. A few videos, actually. Yeah, I, a I trilogy it, even, but only the first tril- one was, uh, yeah. was, was vaguely positive. And the only real point there was just, wow, the directors tried really hard to make anything out of this trash book.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently Which the happened- first movie is, is the best one.
0: That's a, that's a weird parallel. Both of them have that, where they have a talented director making the first Twilight movie and the first uh, Fifty Shades movie, and then the, each sequel got progressively uh, cheaper and shittier. And in both cases, they got rid of the first director and replaced them with much less creative people, and the movies just get worse and worse and worse. When and like the books are probably also getting worse, but the movies get way worse. <laughs> I, I went to the cinema f- to watch the second Shades of
1: Gray and. I came out. I I I'm sort just of proud. of myself. Why? Just the second one, because yeah, <laughs> you know, friends get, are going to sit I
0: was like, how did she <laughs> get there.
1: Yeah, it's just you know the before times. The, the 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 I'm sort of proud of myself that I came out and um, I came out of the movie and I I specifically pointed out the lack of um, agency of the main actress and I'm like, she's not the main. She She's not the main actress. She's not the main character. And, yeah. and everybody was, like, focusing on the details because that's what the movie is made for. And it's really directed in that way. It's just the, you know, the scenes, you know. And now there's the scene with the beads. And now there's the scene where he has a nice car or something. now there's the scene where he talks very <laughs> specifically about this helicopter, that is weird. This helicopter just... that's weird. This
0: helicopter that's weird.
1: Yeah, it's so it looks like a ad placement. He's talking about, oh, this helicopter's got an end. I, I don't remember exactly the details, but it felt so out of place in that movie. I just... And yeah. the thing is, I I don't watch a lot of movies, so it, it must be really blatant for me to have spotted it immediately.
0: But the reason I brought up uh, Twilight was just because a very often made fun of scene in the movie is that the first... The first thing that happens when Bella walks into like the classroom that Edward is in and Edward looks across the class at her and just makes a bizarre face. Like it's just a confusing reaction where he looks like he looks nauseous or revolted or something. It's like, wow, what a romance movie. Uh like, it's like their first it's their first eye contact. It's like, what is that? What does that look mean? And everyone laughs at it and that and it's and it's kind of deserved. But uh the the, the, the there was a video that was like cross-comparing it with the text of the book, and it's like Oh the uh <laughs> the, 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 it's supposed to be that like he's so attracted to her blood like he's devastatingly wants her blood and he's like repressing himself and look trying to look away and he's like disgusted with himself and he's trying to like escape that and so like poor robert pattinson gets this like baffling <laughs> fucking stage direction of like this impossible to act emotion in a in a book adaptation <laughs> with no narration to try to explain what the fuck and like no one can like it's be so hard to come up with the, that being in any way comprehensible and it's like oh suddenly you're like this is why their acting is so fucking weird in that movie it's because like in the first movie, there was this constant thing of like, well, how the fuck do you express these bizarre emotions? Or how how the fuck do you be these characters that are just awful characters in an awful book? And then as the series goes on, they increasingly resent their own roles, but they're contractually obligated to do the movies. So they're just kind of like, <laughs> so all the more reason yeah. you're like, oh, okay, I see why they're, why they're, why they just are the worst in these movies. Like, it's not, <laughs> like, and I, and I, like, I felt on this bandwagon too. I remember my, like, fucking, some... Movie reviewing website that I used to have an account on or whatever. Like I'd have like a list of like actors that I would where I'd, like if this actor's in a movie, I'll see every fucking movie they're in. And these are actors where I'd never watched them in any movies. And like Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson were on those lists, but like they're both actually good. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Stewart isn't isn't bad. I I I feel
1: yeah. Uh, I don't know about the <clears throat> Robert some something. At this but point, Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson,
0: you you would think he'd yeah. like reinvented his career at this point because it definitely <laughs> feels like. He's been a lot of stuff that showed that he's a good actor. But uh it's it's it's, it's the nor- the normie factor of like here's the hyper popular thing you're in and then the ne- next next hyper popular thing you in. So like the fact that the last distressingly successful thing he was in was still is still Twilight means that whenever well, like when news comes out about like he's going to be Batman now, it's like nothing happened in between. Like the whole like yeah, 15 years in between of career didn't exist. It's just like the vampire do- guys going to play Batman
1: we need to be honest here it's very hard to be more successful than twilight despite the hate and the and the backlash because it's it is an enormously successful franchise
0: for the movie specifically it it just shows how things like that can just stick with you forever and you and you're just stuck with it yeah i mean i yeah i
2: i don't know it's all it's all a world i just don't really interact with
0: movies because they're not anime
2: yeah well it's (laughs) yeah they're they're they always disappoint, so it's easier just to...
1: They don't not. always disappoint. <laughs> Have you watched The Lord he, of the Rings? He really
2: Pretty doesn't like live-action movies. He yeah. should I, watch Lord of the I reason. cannot suspend my disbelief uh, really <laughs> as well with, uh, it's with movies. It's fascinating. It has real people in it. Do fucking real people things. Stop <laughs> doing fake people things. Like, fuck. Can't.
0: I, I've <laughs> watched like, him because I remember when he, we went to see the second Hobbit movie in theaters. and Oh, the... <laughs> And like uh, I was we, and then we were watching there was something on that. TV when he came to the house beforehand. Like my parents were watching something and every time the camera cut, Andrew visibly flailed his arms in a reaction to the to the cut. Like the concept of <laughs> editing it a, it in live f- f- no, action. Was, was ruining jarring. his brain. Sometimes jarring
2: fucking cut. It was just every, every scene transition. Like, huh, he huh, would just Jesus. flail
0: like, what the fuck? And I was like, that was weird. Anyway, let's go watch The Hobbit. <laughs> and uh we that we we got there like too late and the scenes the seats were too full so uh i, it ended, I ended up being like i sat with my family and then eric uh and then uh, andrew sat in the front of the theater like next to like the uh like the handicapped space where there's like a big space of no of no chairs so he was just on his own in the front corner and i could see him down there <laughs> flailing his arms every time a fucking cut happened and i'm like what is happening no it's specifically <laughs> is this a thing okay you do cuz you need to, like, you need to preface pre- it. Like at that point you're not even performing for anyone cuz like it's in the dark and only I even know who you are in the whole room and you don't even know and you don't even know that I can see for you. So I'm just imagining you just watching like live action movies at home and every time a, a scene transition happens or some kind of cut that's like, "Oh my god, continuity's lost. This isn't all one take." And you like flail your hands in the air and you're like baffled like, like, "What are you no, doing?"
2: Because, okay, first of all, in The Hobbit, you need a preface, the reason I was flailing was because it was jump cutting during the scene where they were in the barrels going down the water, and it was going from real camera to GoPro, real camera to GoPro, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, Jesus, the, GoPro's like the quality of so pretty- yes, feet- the <laughs> The, the, the GoPros the, drop quality yeah. immediately, and you can tell like there's been a huge fucking It's really fucking funny fat that right a movie that was like we're gonna push
0: technology with 48 frames per second, but also here's GoPro shots.
2: Yeah, I was it's like, but like, yeah. So you're it, in it was the middle of watching this. It's it's not that like every cut was. It was like those cuts were so fucking jarring that I'm trying to watch this horrible movie. I'm like, all right, I'm focusing, and then it's like. Huh. And it's like bad quality. You're like, oh, oh, wait, what? Like, it took my brain a second to go, like, oh, did you go to it? Did you download this illegally? Is this a pirated copy? Did they not finish all the graphical design on this? Is this like, what happened? And then it cuts back to normal. You're like, wait, so it is a good movie? And then it cuts back to fucking GoPro. You're like, wait, where did it go back again? What ha- what happened here? It's, yeah. And it's like, and it does that consecutively for like four times. It's like, cut, 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 cut. And you're like, all right, this isn't this isn't how movies are made you can't do this like, this is bad this is not okay this is like something you would see on a youtube channel with like 100 subscribers you can't fucking put this on a giant screen it's not okay and like i still just like to that believe
0: that's a thing you just do in life both no, because like I, both because there was other parts of the movie where you did it and because you were just doing it in like broad daylight <laughs> in a populated room just in reaction to the tv right beforehand <laughs>
2: If a cut is really jarring, then it's it it like because I focus a lot. I try to focus <laughs> on the thing that's happening. And if a cut happens, it's really unexpected in a bad way, where it's like, oh, okay, the scene's gonna change. I get it. If this if it's just like, okay, something's happening, it goes like, huh, and it just cuts immediately, like, well, Jesus fucking Christ! All right, and like especially if it's to like a different angle, but the same conversation. The I that's, hate that shit. I hate where it's right. like two people talking. It does like the back forth like Star Wars prequel cuts, and then all of a sudden it's like. Cut now above, and you're like, what? The, what the fuck? Why am I looking above them? What fucking happened here? Can we there's like some, something. Well, Jesus Christ! Like, there's some directors focus? that are so bad
1: about that. Not keeping the because the, there's like a, a specific cinema theory. I don't know what the term is, but this it's where your eyes focused, and when you make a yeah. cut. You need to keep that because people are looking at it like if there's a face on camera and and some directors will use that to, to tell a different story. Like there's a face on camera on the left side of the screen. And then you yeah, make it's, a it's cut called square, vaguely the face.
0: Like, like like the 90 degree rule or something like that.
1: Yeah, there's some. Or yeah,
0: there's some kind of it's, there's a rule. Yeah, but specifically when you're cutting back and forth between like two people. Usually it's like they're on opposite sides of the frame each time you cut back. and yeah. forth, Yeah,
1: that's a good a good way to denote precisely that dualism. But. Which is why it's so jarring. I remember that as well because I I I didn't watch the first Hobbit on on uh, on the theaters because I I, did, I wasn't very satisfied with them splitting it into three movies. So I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm not gonna watch it. It's probably not not gonna be very good. And then I watched it on DVD and it was actually fairly okay. Uh, and I was like, eh, I'm gonna get to, to, to go watch the second one. Hopefully it's good. And I got a I I got I was given tickets for the pre release, so I went to the theater, but like. Only a few people were there because it was like a special deal before the, the actual release date. And it was such a letdown. It's such a long movie as well. Like, it's weird because they split a, a, a basically what was supposed to be two movies into three three-hour-long movies. Why didn't they make them two-hour-long like a normal movie? <laughs>
0: Just, yeah, they, they also, so like, uh, they, insisted on, well. they insisted on splitting around the time Smaug was supposed to happen. So they kind of tried to have Smaug twice. <laughs> And it was yeah, I didn't so, and watch it was, the third movie. I was so, having the, thir- so the third movie just opens with with this like a really really brief thing where just like it's Smaug attacking the town and being and being defeated, and it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the rest of the movie, and it, except for the part where like now the treasure is going to be like opened up for grabs, and that's what the movie's kind of about. But like, mm-hmm. it's such a bizarre opener because. You, like, under, you, you undercut the climax of the previous movie by not resolving Smaug and just having credits roll. But then by the time you finally get around to the next movie, like, six months or a year later, whenever it finally came out, it was, like, the, the momentum's gone now. Now it's just like, oh, here's a dragon. <laughs> it's the ending of the movie. He's, like, watching the, the ending of
1: an episode of, of a TV series before. Yeah. The, the, before whole, the whole the series time. had
0: these kinds of problems. And it, was, it was frustrating because I... I remember, I remember, like, arguing with uh, with Joe and Andrew about it because it, 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 I already had problems with the first movie. But I, at that point, I was the crazy one and, and everyone was arguing with me. But it's like, <laughs> I was really frustrated that the first movie kept setting up characters and plot lines. But then they never do anything in that movie. Like, they'd be like, oh, here's Radagast. Who's Radagast? Uh, uh, it's fan service. It's fan
1: service. He doesn't like show they, up. I, that's, the funnier, the, uh, that's
0: the funnier part is that as you go through yes. the series... <laughs> And it takes two years, so maybe you forgot over the course of it, but if you go back and see the dumb shit set up in the first movie that didn't go anywhere in that movie, so it didn't need to be introduced, it also, in many cases, never gets introduced in the other movies, so they just forget about them. Like, you could have gone the whole movie without ever learning about most of the, the, the fucking wizards, and it wouldn't matter. Uh, yeah absolutely absolutely my did you plan, never read
1: the book of, of my the plan hobbit?
0: was to read I, I i think i i think i read it when i was very young yeah. or heard it or something uh and my plan was to read the book alongside the movies Ooh. so which was really iffy but i was like i heard yeah. i heard where in the book the first movie was gonna end uh so i read the first hundred pages of the hobbit or whatever and then the movie just wasn't very good. So I didn't actually follow through with uh, with reading the rest of the book alongside the movies before each one came out. Uh, the Hobbit
1: The Hobbit, is a fun romp, the book itself. It's so but short. It's very short. It, yeah, it's supposed to be like a children's tale. Yeah. But the thing is, something that was really obvious to me, specifically with Radagast and with the Sauron, and with Galadriel for that matter, is that, because she's not a character in The Hobbit, is that a lot of the stuff that was added... Was added to people who had already seen The Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, it's to was, make it a better prequel to Lord of the Rings, or so that, that's the but, idea. But it wasn't good at that. <laughs> but it feels like a sequel, though. It it they didn't make it as yeah. a it doesn't it doesn't feel like a prequel. It's just feel oh
1: look at this character that I already know. It doesn't yeah, feel like just like, like Legolas being forced
0: in and so on. Yeah, I think the yeah. Hobbit book was exclusively from the perspective, uh, the perspective of Bilbo. So like yes. every time. Every time, like, Gandalf vanishes, like, that's just it. He's just gone until he comes up again. Like, you won't know what he was up to. He might say one line about it, which actually does lead to its own issues with the book, which uh, you get to be like, it's a children's sto- story, Who cares? so who cares or whatever. But it is really often unsatisfying <clears throat> how Gandalf will just appear and solve their problems after having not been in the story <laughs> for the last 60 pages. And you're like, oh, uh, hi, Gandalf. Oh, hi, it's me, the solution to all the problems that we just set up. I'm like, all right, well, that's a little... Still unsatisfying for a narrative, and they Except lean the they lean in on
1: that, <laughs> yeah, and they lean in on that in the movie in the movies and make him solve even more problems than they do than he does already in the book.
0: Yeah, it's, there's a lot yeah. of adaptation problems there. It, it should have been kind of mess. Del Toro, That's yeah. basically
1: the oh, conclusion of a mess.
0: <laughs> what happened to Del Toro again? Like, why did he leave?
1: Or oh, they didn't fired? like his take. Apparently, oh. he was yeah because he didn't he, he didn't like leaving. He was. Did you? Uh, I was. Uh, so watching... they just made
0: their own bed, then, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, fuck
2: most most uh, movie studios with yeah. really horrible Lindsay... movie releases make their own bed. Like they don't. <laughs>
1: Lindsay Ellis has a very good trilogy. I was watching it earlier this week, and yeah, uh, I've seen uh, it she a few times.
0: Through.
1: Yeah, very very good watch. For somebody who has never watched the third movie, I don't need to watch the third movie. I'll watch her series no. er, whenever. <laughs>
0: I think uh, oh, yeah. I think in the the breakdown of that stuff was also how I found the channel just right W R I T. Oh yeah, that's also a good one. Which I have mixed feelings on that channel. I think that they still make some good content, but they uh, there 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 was like a kind of spiteful but kind of cathartic like let's tear into this movie angle to the beginning of that channel, and then it became. I'm going to talk like I'm the nerd writer. Like he talks so much like the nerd writer that I have to double check. It's not a second channel of the nerd writer because he's like, he takes the exact audio aesthetic and just kind of presentation style from a much larger channel. And it's really distracting to me because I, I know both channels and I was also kind of already getting tired of the kind of like, like the, the, sometimes the kind of triteness of the nerd writer where it's like, these are just such short videos and they're, usually just I, I found them often under engaging and like too clean and too like there's not much, they're not having that much to say necessarily uh it's like just yeah. break down why this thing is genius but in 6 minutes and it's like uh <laughs> <laughs> i get i think that's a type of video that sort of had its place already
1: yeah. youtube these days it's either it's either long term
0: or or like the shorts
1: hashtag #shorts have you seen like- that
0: I like hour long deep dives that have a fucking plot twist halfway through that recontextualizes the entire video, which is a genre and a surprise
1: a surprise third chapter that you didn't expect because it's too out of oh, yeah. two in the title.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. that was kinda of one of the earlier ones. If you take Lindsay Ellis as like one as like one thing, those uh Hobbit videos, it's like here's this this big breakdown about like the history of like the Hobbit movie and how that happened and like but also like all the issues with the story and these other stuff. And then surprise third part about how it's like ruining New Zealand. Here we go. <laughs> like and yeah. like the impact that's happening on real, having on real people and like the lobbying and like the, how the fucking Lord of the Rings franchise is so powerful that it fucking rewrites the laws of New Zealand. And it's like, Jesus Christ.
1: And also really good interviews. I mean, I just, that's such she did such yeah. a great
0: job there. And then I think like, there's yeah. like the, there's the folding ideas, uh, mm video about flat earth that's like surprise this is about q <laughs> uh there's the jenny nicholson video about uh bronies where the surprise reveal oh. is that she's way more into this uh community than you ever thought <laughs> and not... she has an she has an entire sordid history as like an as a voice actor for like an animation parody series <laughs> and like was like she was a celebrity within this community like oh like, and then uh the most recent one was uh sarah zed put out a video about like and then everybody clapped kind of stories from Tumblr where everybody uh, would, people just, just straight up just make up stories that got increasingly absurd, but because it was a community of largely children and so on and people wanted to, and there's often a catharsis built into the story that uh, Mm -hmm. everybody would just believe these things in many cases and share them. And then there's dedicated like subreddits like that happened to the idea that these are all like just laughing at these fake stories that people believe on a regular basis. But like, the whole thing, the whole narrative there is that people think they're above these things and smarter than them. But like the entire but then the, the plot twist here is that she then goes to the anti SJW community, which is like all these like subreddits. They're just about dunking on on like trans people and feminists and so on and so forth and like being so mad at them. And this this increasingly shrill and unreasonable purple haired specter that they're always mad about, like this weird fantasy creature that definitely exists, according to them. And like, and increasingly, because of the like the upvote system on Reddit and the incentives being uh, that uh, that are there, like, you got to find content, to get those upvotes, you got to have stuff to share that everybody <laughs> it, it has to hit, oh it has to hit all the buttons of all the stuff that people want to click on, so that they can be mad at you. So it'd be like like Tumblr in action or Kotaku in action, like those kind of subreddits, like people like you got to you got to share content to Tumblr in action that. Uh, that'll hit all the buttons that makes them upvote it. And heck, how are you going to find that? How are you going to find organic, free-range, completely unreasonable, delusional SJWs? And the answer is you don't. You just make fake Tumblr posts. Like literally fake <laughs> screenshots of stories and posts that never existed and then fake that they had a bunch of support and just post them to the subreddit and because everyone wants to believe it because they're already mad at this group of people uh, for increasingly fictional it's a cottage reasons industry yeah oh my god there would be an entire feedback loop of people making up <laughs> fake sjw's then getting mad at the fake sjw's then making up more fake up sjw's just to chase clout in an infinite loop for points that don't matter and then, but that has real consequences because people increasingly think all this stuff is yeah, real, and they keep getting yeah. mad at the specter of SJWs until the point, until the point where you watched fucking Last Jedi and you're like, "Lord, you're in his purple hair," and I'm mad for some reason that a sci-fi character has purple hair, and and, and then you're like, "Okay, I got. I'm sorry, I got to explain to you why this is this way," because like you'll 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 have like somebody that's not clued into the internet being like, "Why are people mad at?" That, what's this post about the hair? And you're like, I'm so sorry, but here we go. I'll explain <laughs> yes. this because it's so fucking deranged <laughs> at some point. But like, it's like an infinite feedback loop, uh, and like, so like these people think they're so much smarter than the fucking like people that let fall for everybody clapped stories. But they're themselves just falling for a f- infinite content farm of fake outrage stories that are being generated just to appeal to them directly in a very Fox News sort of way, where you just manufacture outrage by making up your own fiction as you go. And at this point people on the next stage where they kind of started to realize that that stuff was dumb but now we just have stuff like am i the asshole and other subreddits that are also about sharing stories which are increasingly just about making up stories and those stories are very noticeably about like making fun of fat people making fun of trans people or here's a completely unreasonable trans person that like called me transphobic for calling out them out for doing a crime and stuff like that and it's like we're still doing it. We're still doing loops of this. Like, we all laughed it's about... Gonna ha- you know, all I laugh think it's going to happen forever. Yeah, like, you laugh about, like, 12-year-olds telling everybody clap stories, and that and that baby was Albert Einstein type shit. But, like, we're, it's, we're not any better. <laughs> the most popular subreddits in on Reddit still do the same thing. It's just people making up stories and then people getting actually mad at groups of people thinking that these are real stories, which would already be bad... Even if they were real, because they're just anecdotes, and anybody can be an asshole, and it doesn't I have think, anything to do with groups yeah. of people. But it, but it's like porn for just uh, appealing to the, their the preconceived real, notions yeah. about why they hate groups of people, and infinitely feeding that over and over again. But they're also not real to begin with, so it's triple wrong. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, I don't.
1: I I think I think Reddit needs to. Uh, I, I love know. plot the twist big videos, though. I,
0: I love the fucking slow burn reveal that halfway through a video, like, "Oh, that's what this is about."
1: <laughs> I I remember some videos
0: like that. It's kind of I don't yeah the,
1: the examples. I haven't watched the latest Sarah Zed one yet. Uh, I, I, it kind well, of reminds I spoiled me. Spoiled it for you. <laughs> that yeah, no problem. The um the uh the compulsion to tell made up stories for clout is something that I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. So you know, bear with me and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's something that I feel a lot of people go through in their maybe boys specifically rather than girls, um, because I've see I see that I've seen that a lot a lot growing up in other friends of mine boyfriends specifically not rather than girlfriends, and I was how inoculated that's, how that's the podcasting community. <laughs> No, what I mean is like, do you know how kids will be like to each other? Oh, yeah. Like the other day, my dad totally got shot and I was in the hospital. And was like, oh, you know, and, and just to say stuff, really, and just to have something to talk about and have people interested in what they're saying. Uh, and I think there's probably a, a specific age where they where people do that more than, more than um, other ages. But do you know what I'm talking about? Or is it
0: just in my head? uh what like just kids making up stories to get attention yeah yeah absolutely yeah, no, that's, that's that's always been a pretty thing pretty common yeah. yeah
1: okay so i'm oh, yeah. okay so it's, i'm not imagining it but i was inoculated to it very early cuz you know the cringe of you feel when you realize that everybody knew you were bullshitting yeah um when you that, ma- yeah
0: in so, fact not even just kids but like that's that's a whole joke in paranoia agent you remember that Andrew? No, like yeah. There's the, yeah. a group of old women that all share stories, and they all go, "Oh, stop, stop, stop," or whatever they do. This one, like this one, like hand gesture all at each other, or like, "Oh, like go on, go on," <laughs> or something like that. And they, they have the whole ritual of telling stories to each other, and they're increasingly tall tales all the time, and they're all <laughs> lies. They're all clearly lies. And the yeah. and part of the gag is that the one char- there's one character that starts picking up on what's happening in the actual main text of this of the uh, show because these are all side characters in the, in the background they none of them are important. And she's like she'll say something that's actually the story the plot of the anime, and everyone's like, "Don't don't just fucking make up stories get out of here." <laughs> like they don't believe oh, her, so. and she's the only one that's right. <laughs> oh, I see but no make, uh, yeah just making up stories to make yourself sound interesting is totally a thing. So one of my I,
2: earliest memories of I get doing that, that a lot there's a it's like without experiencing there are times where like I experience stuff and I'm like, well, I guess I can never tell people this now. Like, cause it's, <laughs> it's stuff that like, how do you, how do you say that without it sounding like that, where it sounds like you're just looking for accolades or you're looking for like a, whoa, that was a, you know, like impressive kind of reaction where you're like, hmm. I, no, this just weird thing happened to me. And I just moved on with my life, uh, <laughs> from it. Sometimes but, yeah. the act of telling
1: a story gives you a little bit, or telling the story, it gives you a little bit of self-reflection in those
2: moments. I yeah, feel, I, I mean, feel that's, it, yeah. That's kind of the thing is as you're telling it back, you're like, is this a good story, a bad story? Should I have said this?
1: Like, like I could tell you the story without bullshitting you. Uh, I could tell you the story about why Fallout 3 was developed by Bethesda is because of me. <laughs> and I'm not bullshitting you. I could tell you that story, I wouldn't be lying. But, but I can't I can't tell you that story. <laughs> like I made Bethesda by Fallout. <laughs> I didn't, but I did. I can I'm that not gonna mean? tell you that it's yeah, complicated. What, do you, what does that mean? Also, oh, yeah. uh, you're I, I,
0: talking about the, like, your earliest memory too, right? Was, was that a thing you were trying to yeah, talk yeah, about? Yeah, I was
1: just. I mean, there was I was like 80 years old or something, and I was I think I was getting into that stage of my life where I wanted people to pay attention to what I was saying or something, and I I, I, rem, I got inoculated to, you know, saying bullshit stories for attention because one of the earliest memories I have of doing that is me telling a story to my dad about how i had gone to disney disneyland and he immediately caught my bullshit obviously because but he, he would have been on the with one it. that took you he, he, he didn't, I, obviously i never went but he 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 went yeah. on with he, he went along with it and he said oh yeah what what happened so i spent a i remember it being a, a relatively decent amount of time bullshitting him and About then he said a thing he would have had to take you to yeah so uh, the cringe is so real from the age of eight that i'm it's like a, uh, it's also a
0: children's story so it's completely incoherent and then the da, the, 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 absolutely and that, the, the, <laughs> so it's just like uh, yeah that's that's nice honey absolutely but i i just
1: i forever every time i feel the ne- i felt the need of uh and i feel i suppose the need of being like oh yeah well i made bethesda by fallout i'm like no I, nobody's gonna believe that
0: what the fuck is this claim what are you talking about <laughs>
1: I'm not. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it has to do with an email. (laughs) It isn't a lie. That's the thing. It has to do with (laughs) an email and with coincidence, and uh, it probably and it definitely is not what I'm saying. It's not. But they didn't buy it because of me. But I also can't prove that they didn't buy it because of me because (laughs) it all
0: matches. Uh, It's a it's a fucking sensationalist (laughs) headline where you just lie about the contents (laughs) of the article. I see, but
1: but at the same time, I don't. That's the thing. It's a
0: clickbait lie. Yeah, I, we can never I, know how wrong is, you are if we can never get the article. <laughs> it, is is behi- its to behind the paywall out. for college students only.
2: I I struggle to figure out like what stories. Sometimes I struggle to figure out what stories are stories you should tell. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm th- I'm think
1: Sorry to cut you off, Andrew. Go for it. Uh. uh okay. Let me tell you the story of why Bethesda bought the Fallout franchise instead of Troika, the developers of Arcanum and Vampire Bloodlines. It's very—it's going to be very quick because I'm going to let you come to your own conclusions. In the Money. summer of, of the year, in the summer of 2003, I sent an email as a, a, a 13. <laughs> so 2003, I was 16 years old. Yeah, that that checks out. I sent an email to Bethesda. From uh, with my crappy English at the time, about a game that I had come up with that I wanted them to develop. And it was a game like Fallout. It was l- almost a rip-off. And I said, it's like Fallout, but it's a little bit different. Uh, and I got, an e- I got a reply from that email specifically from Pete Hines. Obviously, I don't know if it was Pete Hines specifically. If it were these days, it would be just the marketing department signing as him. But back then, Bethesda wasn't very big. And it was specifically signed as Pete Hines. And he said thank you very much. We love your enthusiasm. Yeah, but we, 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 I mean, we don't do games from people outside the company. And I was like, oh, there we go. That's, that's my, that's, ah, I had my shot, right? Mm-hmm. At the age of 16, I, I felt very accomplished. The thing is after that, and I didn't know this until years later, I, I only connected the dots like four or five years after that. Um, After that the interplay started having trouble uh, with the development of Fallout three uh, that at the time was being developed by the original company so they sold the ip and they wanted to sell it to many people and troika specifically the company that was making or that at the time was making vampire bloodlines troika uh was in on the bidding bethesda came in and bought it for like five times more than troika was able to afford so bethesda bought the, the rights but the thing is fallout never really fit with Bethesda's game style, or even really their so you fan ruined base, Fallout. Really. <laughs> I think I ruined Fallout. That's the thing. Like uh, this is this is the story basically. That's this is this is it. I've, I've told it all, and I, I I don't know what to think about it. <laughs> and to this day, I don't know what to think about it. I need to I need to ask Pete Hines if he if he actually answered my email in the summer of two thousand and three, because. <laughs> I might have given him the idea. I, I, cuz he he's the head he was the head at the time and he's still the head of PR and he he's close friends with um what's the Todd yeah Todd Howard it, like he's he's big big honcho in the company and the company at the time was very small so it you know it's things can have different dynamics. So what do you guys think? Did I did I was I the culprit? Did I murder my favorite franchise? Because that's basically I <laughs> <what>
2: I'm pretty <laughs> sure that a lot of the pe- a lot of the people at Bethesda probably played Fallout and had an mm. interest in the the franchise. Especially yeah. when you say something like Fallout is going for sale, that sounds like a really hot commodity. Um, mm, I, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't be think so you sorry. had.
0: I don't think you had to like clue people in that Fallout existed.
2: Yeah. No. I. I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that if someone, even back then, someone was like, "Hey, I'm going to sell the Fallout franchise. Anybody want to buy it?" Like, that's not a a light thing to say like bethesda definitely would be like yes It it kind of feels like when somebody thanks
0: me for honoring their request for a let's play and i'm like i recorded the entire playthrough before you said that comment
2: (laughs) yeah like that oh yeah before you could even or like wow
0: they're listening to me they did hear the build i suggested like i i'm four episodes ahead on hades (laughs) if if i bet
2: you anything i i would bet you that they were in the development of making a a uh an rpg a 3d RPG game and didn't have an idea for like didn't have a brand for it and when Fallout went as, up for sale They said oh fuck. Yeah, and they just no, grabbed I, that as, that as far as we like, know
1: that that's not how they worked They only started is that development. because fallout
2: 3 has nothing to do with fallout. It's literally just yeah, its that's, own true, that's weird, true weird little it, uh, nugget it's sub-leaving in the world. with guns
1: and oblivion well, wasn't that, out yet at the time. But that's what I'm saying is it. like
2: it's it's so not even it's so devoid what, of Fallout yeah. that it has to be a game that was <clears> being produced well before Fallout was in their hands. And then when the title went up for sale, like yeah, well, let's just grab that. We can slap that shit right on top. Just I add some stupid guys in armor. Done. It's not implausible. It. It's like, not implausible. But I don't think like I, I think, think we, we know Fox
1: more or less adventures. what happened.
2: Have you seen it, Bethesda? They, none of their ideas are original. They just slap shit on top of stuff, that, like garbage that they've made. They're I'm like, playing Prey right now. It needs I'm a playing name. Prey right like, now. They
1: did the same thing with Prey. They were develop- Arcane was developing System Shock 3, and then they had the Prey IP right <laughs> there, and they just slapped the title on it yeah. okay. and said, Prey, ah, now Prey's, it's a spiritual system.
0: anyway. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, but Bethesda yeah. yeah. sure. <laughs> <Prey laughs> does that, though. I said that joke actually makes sense of the... <laughs> the fucking star fox adventures where it's like yeah that's what oh, happened too it's Like, just take the, we got a, we got a zelda game it's, it's got di- you got a, it's our own zelda like kind of like uh okami and and uh beyond good and evil but like ours is dinosaur planet and they're like make it star fox though the, the spaceship <laughs> fox man yeah make it star fox though he'll, he'll use a staff and beat people with it and escort a dinosaur around <laughs> like cause it's just like they just took the game they already had and like yeah but now it's Star Fox. There's like one spaceship mission for 30 seconds at the beginning of the game to trick you. <laughs> and then the rest of the game you're just playing a Zelda a, a Zelda style game but Star Fox is there. <laughs> it, it's here's Fox McCloud. He you know, well known <laughs> for his his like com his like Be- cargo pants and his battle staff. Bye! Hi- <laughs> yeah. That
1: was I I all I'm saying is I, still I can't be I can't be blamed for deep down thinking I might have had something to do with it.
2: <laughs> I mean if that's the case then I'm probably like the single-handed reason that most
0: games are as bad as they are. And I'm the <laughs> entire reason why H Bomber Guy and Mandalore Gaming made pathologic videos. <laughs> Because I was like, "Please save this franchise" in the comment section, and then they 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 heard me and they printed out my comment and framed it on the wall and they're like just for you, Keith. I'm gonna work on this video for four months. <laughs> I can believe that. But I'm just in a cloud of five thousand people that are all leaving fucking comments everywhere. I do I do think. Sorry to burst your bubble, Keith. Literally, Well, not literally, but
1: in the, yeah, <laughs> I think he had mentioned my <laughs> literal bubble. <laughs> I think he H. Uh, guy mentioned pathologic in one of his early videos in passing, like he knew th- about the game at least. no, oh, I'm sure he's wrong. <laughs> Are you sure I, I'm exactly pretty sure he correct. <laughs> I remember him saying things about pathologic before his big video on pathologic. <laughs> that was
2: because he talked to me first,
0: yeah
1: that was, i i I was that baby. <laughs> 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 but but let's go let's go back to andrews why are v- video games bad because of you
0: well it's all the every games. video games
2: is garbage so everyone just stop trying because there's ah, no way uh, you broke the will
0: of the games industry yeah. it was you. no
2: i mean if you're never going to make anything good why bother trying at all right and that's why we have cyberpunk <laughs>
0: uh
2: that's the culmination Andrew made of cyberpunk like, i made fall three decades of me just saying all video games are garbage and there's like fine we'll actually make garbage then here that's what they're doing
3: that's the
1: (laughs) triple a gaming is is the remember when fallout 76 wanted a a hundred euros or a hundred dollars a year they wanted they wanted the you times. to pay
0: for the game again every year, basically, because they're trying to make a live service. More than again,
1: the game doesn't cost a hundred. Yeah,
0: 100. yeah they're trying to the they're trying to make like a live service Fallout game. It's like, hey, people play that our game games d- for three hundred hours and brag about it. What if we trick them into continually paying for it more instead of just you know modding it forever? How do we get rid of mods? I we gotta get rid of mods. <laughs> I said, it's this, yeah, bad. that's what they did. Basically, it, it, yeah. isn't it, did it not unbelievable? Go well.
1: Isn't it unbelievable that that's what Bethesda ended up doing with their new Fallout game? Is they got rid of mods for Fallout? They released a game that can't be
2: modded.
0: Well yeah. I mean it's it's can, not, but it doesn't make enough money.
2: I, I mean they released a game that uh they released a game that has its own unique mods in the form of bugs. Like the game is uh the game I mean, is, is yeah.
0: All games are made game via fear. like top-down choices by some detached executive that runs the company, but doesn't have to actually deal with making the game, and especially doesn't care about like what makes franchises good or what the audience wants, but just what will make money and what the, what makes yeah. business sense or whatever. So they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll, well take that single player RPG and turn it into a multiplayer live service game with no mods." When we're the well, most famous company in all of the world for modable games.
3: Yeah,
2: Fallout 76 that, is basically what happens if you were to install a new copy of Skyrim and then have somebody go on the Steam Marketplace, download a bunch of random mods for Skyrim, and then you start the game of having no knowledge what those mods are. So <laughs> they every just time jump you play, you. <laughs> yeah, the, every time you're playing, something new and weird happens, and you can't figure out if that's part of the game or if that's a mod that got installed. That's, and that kind, of, that's kind
0: of an interesting playthrough, like concept.
1: Like yeah, it's, they do that <laughs> with, with the. Dark Souls, every once in a while. Like, like, I, I,
2: remember, I remember Skyrim, I had a mod where it turned the horse into uh, uh, Johnny Wasau.
0: Oh, God. Or Tommy
2: Wasau. And so, like, the horse looked like him and just said lines from the room. Why and, won't you love me? Yeah, so, like, uh, every time not. you summoned it... Yeah, so every time you summon it, it's like, I didn't hit her. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, what, what is... This? like? I had no str- concept... Oh, like, just I had no concept a, yeah. of what it was.
0: It's all yeah, memes it without just, context. Although yeah, it was, it was so, pretty like, funny though when they replaced dragons with Thomas the Tank Engine and he just come charging through and terrorizing the town.
1: <laughs> memes without context. Context. That's like watching. That's like reading Reddit on the last week page.
2: It's like watching a foreign language comedy film and not knowing the language. <laughs> So Fallout 76 is like like even on a
1: on an actual game design perspective, it's really baffling because it well it's not baffling as in like I, I understand what they were going for, but it's a it's just bad because it's a game that fo- like, like what is the game about? If you, I played it for a little bit, so I for like four or five hours, so I only have that much experience. But as far as I can tell, it's a I game about
0: gathering. I not get anyone to play it with me, so I never played it.
2: <laughs> Fallout 76.
0: Yeah. I wasn't going to do it alone. I was like, we, no, I don't do it alone. It's definitely a, it's a game have to about laugh at it with someone.
1: It's a, a game about gathering resources as in, in the form of junk around the, this post-nuclear wasteland where everything has gone to shit. Uh, and then you carry those resources to a base that you made and you deconstruct them into materials so that you can make more things. So the incentive so, b- behind you doing that is necessarily... Making a base, right? But the problem it just with the making shitty a base. Part of Fallout Four. Yeah.
0: Well, there was many yes. shitty parts of Fallout Four, but people pretending <laughs> but yes. that the base building had depth were frustrating. It's just it takes way too long for what it is. If it <clears throat> if what you
1: ac- can accomplish, I think personally, if you what you can accomplish in five hours of building a base in Fallout fall Four, you could accomplish in ten minutes. It would be a good a good thing, but you can't because it's so obtuse. It's such a weird. It's a weird part of the game. Either way, the point is, it's just a game that, Fallout 76 is just a game that focuses on you gathering materials and building new things. But every single gameplay mechanic, like carry weight, or the actual inventory management, or the lack of sorting, or the lack of ability to store things properly. It's every single thing is made so that it is difficult for you to carry materials around and use them. It's like a mobile game. You know how mobile games are done? Like, the point of the mobile game is killing enemies, but every single aspect of the game is sort of, like, designed to make you kill enemies less efficiently Efficiently, so that they can sell you, like, microtransactions so it can make it easier. Except in the case of Fallout 76, they don't actually sell you microtransactions to make it easier. They just make it hard on purpose. And it's baffling.
0: It's, I... Uh. It's one of the things just kind of thrown together in the form that it is just for the sake of it but without any like like it's like just the tools they had on hand and it's not necessarily built from the ground up for the actual yeah. intended play style they're encouraging it's like i don't I like i don't so. know i don't know what fortnite's like now because boy do i have no interest but i played <laughs> the first day of fortnite when it became a battle royale and I was and like I had played like 10 hours of the of the, the co-op campaign that existed before then before it became Battle Royale. The, the Fortnite people actually know as Fortnite. And I was so confused because the the uh, the the entire building system in Fortnite is incredibly bafflingly clunky and full of a billion completely redundant structure things that you would never would want to actually build for any reason except for just aesthetics Like, you can make your beautiful, carefully crafted, shitty wooden fort that has, like... Like, you have, like... You can add archways, like, over, Mm -hmm. like... Like, like instead of just being, like, here's shack walls, and here's the entrance, because there's no wall there. And here's a floor and a ceiling. Like, you basically just need floors, ceilings, walls, and stairs. And you're basically done with what you would need for a Battle Royale. But they have, like... Yeah, you can add, like... Like when you have an open wall, you can, like that opening there, you can have like triangular inserts on the corners to like curve the corners to make kind of an arch and like look like an entryway and like you really prettied up. There's like, there's like, there's a huge number of redundant things you can add, like support beams and things like that. And then I played the Battle Royale and it was full of all that. And it was still the most awkward, like, take your hands off of all of the real buttons you use to play the game and reach over here and press really weird combinations of buttons to navigate this strange building menu that's full of shit like weird diagonal corner inserts and shit Hmm. in your competitive shooter and it's like when the like most of these don't have a purpose but also like the controls are so trash and bizarre and and badly implemented that you can't like who would like it was the it was insane that they expected you to build stuff (laughs) in the middle of a firefight because you're supposed to be building between the waves in a in a really chill like wave-based shooter where you i think you just tell the game when to start happening again <laughs> like it was designed for hmm. that pacing and they forced it into a battle royale just because a their game was failing and they were desperate and b that's just what was popular and what they could easily convert their existing engine into for lower cost and so In they just hindsight. did it so that's like the fallout shit really. it's like none of these things fit together but just fucking we want this we got these tools that's going to be that Star Fox adventures in
1: hindsight that was one of the most successful and well thought out decisions in the gaming
0: industry the fact that they just made it about a rail that they ruined it, fortnite yeah <laughs> yeah But that doesn't mean that it like, but that doesn't mean that it was good in terms no, of sure, making sure. a game good for sure for sure uh, yeah i'm not debating that it was just but like it was kind just, of interesting. we have, we have the resources and this is the timing and then they did it and it worked out for them and that's it's it a, yeah it's and they abused all of their employees to do it <laughs> That that too, Hooray.
2: and they continued to.
0: Yeah, and they get
2: more money from crunch, uh, trying to get they, they more get money more from a despotic
1: uh, government that uh, imprisons Such people. Such trash
0: imprison. content too.
2: Like I said, Fortnite. I said, it's I like said look, wow, we
0: got a, we got crunch to crunch and ruin people's lives so they can make more skins. Yeah, well, in fairness, and even though they're shit, everybody
1: does it, and everybody's shit.
2: That doesn't, again, it goes back to, I think I ruined video games by saying everything is garbage, so they just made garbage now. That's (laughs) just
1: the capitalistic system. You know how it is. If they have more money, they have more say over the employees, and then they are allowed to, well, not allowed, but the employees. What are the employees going to do? Go work somewhere else?
0: There's always the frustrating back and forth where it's like people are, people get really mad about a controversy about a particular game and how that particular developer abuses their employees and so on. And then I'm like, and I'm like, yes, join me in the indie sphere. Come here. And they're like, no, I'm just going to pivot to this other AAA company because they're better. And like, they're not, though. <laughs> they just haven't Actually, got they've they just haven't gone viral for being bad this year. Just, in many cases, they've gone viral for being bad last year.
2: Yeah, but the problem is you don't you can't survive that way.
0: There's no, No, you way to like, no it's no, almost impossible to no. like, I'm going to consume ethically. It's almost like there's a phrase for no, this. No,
1: no, there's no consumption that is ethical. That's not the consumption yeah. isn't I, the part no, that I, you need to worry I, about. I mean
2: that like, there's no way you could survive as a reasonable as a adult uh, oh, without mean, oh, right. working at a, a, a real established business. Because like you need healthcare if you have children, yeah. like what yeah. you're gonna pay for the, their medical stuff? It's not gonna. That's why you're gonna. That's why it's yeah, a systemic it's just, issue. Oh no! When
0: I said join me in the indie, I was saying that about the consumers. Like yes, let's uh, let's yeah, leave I, I the, the horrible AAA world behind. Not not saying uh, that everybody should like quit their jobs. Although that would eventually, that would definitely actually, actually well, that would potentially reshape would work, everything yes. in a positive way ultimately <laughs> yes, but yeah that's, yeah that's how you that's, do it if people buy way know. more indie games then yeah, lot, there'd be a much better cottage industry of people being borderline self-employed instead of working for nightmare conglomerates but everyone's like i need the graphics nah I, people the, 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 complain the, about you, the you look, graphics look, so often on games look it's great looking
2: <laughs> i'm gonna say this right now it's 2021 Games still look like games. You failed. Give it up. Graphics don't aren't going to ever look one. like the fucking real world, and I don't give a shit anymore.
0: <laughs> Graphics will it's never look better than
1: Azuric for the Xbox. I don't agree with you. I, I, every time, like I play a lot of old games and indie games, and I have every time I play a new game, I'm like I'm baffled by how good it looks. I
2: I'm never going to think that I'm actually standing in a Banjo Kazooie world, and mm-hmm. all that really matters. And to that's me. the height. And, <laughs> and that's it if you cannot make me feel like i'm literally banjo kazooie inside of tiktok mountain and this is real life Look, then you have failed to make etsy. a fundamental good graphical video game there's so shops on etsy anymore.
1: where you can buy your suit and then you put a VR headset on
2: and what tur- Sit turn and on the <laughs> RTX? no one's ever made a good looking replication
1: turn the R- of that rtx on and you're good to go
0: <laughs> it's but no, I, I am taken aback by how the fidelity level at, at times when I play like the newest Capcom game and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> or like, yeah, when I played yeah. uh, The Last of Us Part 2 or God of War, which I was like, elect- and in, in many cases, I'm like a year late to these games and I'm like, oh, fuck. And they look amazing. This is really yeah. impressive.
2: I'm
1: playing
0: Prey right sure now if it's from worth 2017.
1: It. <laughs> and it's It's not.
2: It's- That's what frustrates me. Like God of War is a good example. It's like, wow, this looks amazing. This would be great if it had a game to play.
0: Because in many cases, the 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 games are like, like the the way that their employees are treated and like the amount of money put into it. I'm like, this just doesn't feel worth it for this Fidelity level. Like it's like the novelty is there, but you kind of get used to it and then you get over it. But also it comes at, yeah, it often comes at the expense of the game because like these incredibly beautiful games are often incredibly clunky because there's so many concessions made to make them look good all the time. So, like the camera has to be kind of annoying because it's always a third person camera where your character on the far right of the screen and so your like rotational axis is wrong and you can't see your feet and like it's a camera not designed to be played but to look good and be cinematic and the actions are always like animation priority which is good for something like dark souls or uh monster hunter but applying it to every genre willy-nilly isn't necessarily a good thing like it has a it has a genre purpose not just a cinematic purpose but they're like no if we make the animations play a specific way all the time then it can never look bad and then that also comes with like your character has to walk with like this irritating inertia that we've been complaining about ever since the first red dead redemption where you would like try to walk in a door but you slightly miss then you try to turn around to walk back in the same door but it's turning radius is so fucking wide he walks into the other side of the door and you're like motherfucker (laughs) just go in the direction the joystick's going But rockstar who are shit,
1: are also stuck in GTA 4 mode since GTA 4. So yeah. Rockstar is a bit
0: of a an outlier in regards to the animations, I feel. Yeah, but I just, I just mean like the, the, there's, there's there's concessions made to make the games look good that often actively hinder the playing of the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. I, I beat God of War. I would never play it again. I've played the old God of Wars multiple times. But like I would never I think... play the new God of War again. It sucked, God dude. It was such War... a pain like I, think it,
0: I, I I was not a fan of God of War as a franchise, so I actually liked the remake the new the reboot more, but I had a lot of gripes with it still
2: I wanted a hack and slash. what the fuck happened I that's the whole premise of the game. It's a hack and slash game Jesus Christ and now it's like, well, do you want to babysit for fucking sixty hours? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> to be fair I, I really don't really I don't think
0: it like had any babysitting mechanics. They're Every just, time I was just, in the middle just, of doing there just anything, was another character oh, along here's the a ride. cut
2: scene where the boy fucks something up, and now something <laughs> goes on. God, fucking damn it, kids! Sit <laughs> yeah, the but fuck it, but down. But, it, but it wasn't like an escort something. quest
0: game. You weren't it's, having no, to deal with the Trae.
2: But the okay, so the juxtaposition Atreus? here is when you play when you play the original God of War, it's you. The,
0: is Treyu the horse that dies in the Swamp of Sorrows?
2: <laughs> I don't remember.
0: <laughs> in a that different ending story.
2: The thing is like with original God of War, it's like, it's basically like what happens if you gave a train two giant fucking uh, blades and just made it keep going forward and spin them. Like nothing could stop you but your own inability to kill things. You're just, you're literally a force of nature constantly moving forward. But like in God, in the regular, in the new God of War, and you fucking called it God of War, you fucking asshole. Like there's a whole (laughs) goddamn fucking trilogy. And so, like God At that of War point, there was 2018, like six games. yeah, like whatever, God of War 2018 or whatever. The fuck these shitty titles are. Like then it gets rid of the whole idea, and it's like now it's a big sprawling narrative where you're not not only is like the main game still technically canon, but not we're not gonna talk about it. Kind of we're gonna reference it, but we're not gonna like you didn't have to play those games. It it doesn't matter. And so God of War, not that God of War, this God of War uh, <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> doesn't like all the combat is really stiff and clunky because it feels like it wants to be dark souls but it's not going to commit to the dark souls combat which is yeah that's i don't the, like I think Dark that's Souls the combat. Problem. but at least it's functional like you can play dark souls combat and like yeah it works in the concept of like fighting the enemies where in god of war it feels like ass where you're like okay i just i have three weapons switching to different weapons can be smooth except like you have to switch to weapons while doing a middle of a combo, or else it's an awkward switch. And doing that switch by, like takes away time from you, and that time is something you need to continually doing attacks, because like the whole point of when you're doing boss fights is you need to be keep, like ramping up attacks multiple times. But like you need to be swapping the types of attacks you do based on the different types of enemies you're fighting, and so you have three weapons, multiple different moves for those weapons, and different bosses that you fight those different that you do different combos with on them and none of it feels rewarding or fun it feels like a complicated mess that only yeah. at the end of the day looks good like when you're watching when yeah. you watch it back it looks really fucking cool but when you're playing it you're sitting there like i'm going to fucking throw this controller on the fucking world like stop mm-hmm. this sucks like i just i just want to kill him like why can't i just kill the guy like Fuck, dude! The, they even give you the stupid blades from fucking God of War, and they suck. Like, how did you fuck this up? <laughs> like, the blades, the blades from the original God of War, are the best fucking weapons ever made in a hack and slash game. They're seriously the fucking penultimate weapon. You're just a nightmare That's not what fucking that word tornado. Means. <laughs>
1: you use the a lot.
2: Well, because the greatest weapon of all time is always a gun. But. But uh, the penultimate yeah, good, doesn't refer to safe. quality at all though. Whatever, sorry, I keep I keep it. That. That it's it's the time. ultimate fucking weapon of all time in a hack and slash game. It seriously is. You feel so good using those weapons because you're just literally a tornado you're spinning around you're doing fucking weird (laughs) cartwheels with your arms you're doing people are just like what the fuck is is this a dance like recital what the fuck there's such an intense style to that (laughs) it's so good it's a weapon that
0: it's a weapon that doesn't even work with a third person following camera no because you literally have you have to have that (laughs) long distance Devil May Cry ban at a camera, the camera because back. the cat the weapon's designed to be seen in its like full scale and first in like the borderline it. first person camera you're like you're yeah. just seeing forward you don't even see how what the chains are doing
2: or, alternatively, Colonel, they could have just not added them to the fucking or, game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, you could have just made a game without these fucking iconic weapons that have a very specific and unique feel to them that then you give it to me and I go, finally, some fucking real food. And then I start playing them and I'm like, how did you fuck this up? Like, this is the one thing I wanted. You give it to me and it sucks. Fuck. Like, it's, it's so baffling how God of War just looks phenomenal but is just such a bad game at its core because it isn't a god of war game and it's like why why did you do this i think you could have just fucking made anything else like you could have made a norse mythology version of god of war and just not fucking called it that like it would have been okay i would have liked it more because i would have had no pre pre-existing love or nostalgia for a series that you then just like threw on the ground and went like yeah but that that's not what gamers want to play and i'm like i don't fucking care about them it
0: is a (laughs) a victim of the playstation first party nightmare where you there's just every game has to be the order 1866 which is the one i always laugh about because that's the one that nobody that didn't do well but it's it's always this exact same third person cinematic camera Everything moves at this pace. It has this exact style of graphical fidelity and rendering style, and like all of their all their popular franchises slowly converge into being the same style. Until you just it's until games that should be way more different than they are, like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn and Uncharted, are more similar than they should be. Like they're they're not the same games. But boy, they would benefit, they There's so much more range to what a video game can be, and those settings and ideas support those ide those different, completely different play styles. And it's it's shown in 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 part because of the fact that like yeah, like you, you take a game like God of War that has history, and you're like yeah, that's what it was like before. Like they, it, it was a completely different style of game. But they were like nah. Like, Devil May Cry might sell copies, but the PlayStation style, the thing that we think sells copies, is this exact formula. But so, basically, everything has to... to be that formula, unless it's, like, something like fucking Spider-Man, where they can't figure out how to force it to be that.
2: But even Spider-Man does do that sometimes. Like, when you're... when you. When you walk up to doing the cutscenes for stuff, it do- It puts the camera in your fucking shoulder and yep. zooms out a little bit. And you're like, fuck, <laughs> stop doing it. Yep. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Stop. And it's just, it's a unit mover. That's all it is. These games just exist to sell more PlayStations or sell more know? Xbox or whatever. And that's like, that's so depressingly boring. Because like I don't, I don't want to buy a console... To play a same game, I want to buy a console because it has a game that I can't get anywhere else. I can That's, get yeah, fucking yeah. shoulder blade camera interesting game. It's called Sekiro. It's on the fucking goddamn everything. Just play that. It's a better game. Like fuck. <laughs> like it's. Uh,
1: do you know? Do you know what else? Fall of New Vegas also does that. The over the shoulder <laughs> third person camera. There's yeah, a but mode. nobody uses what? it. <laughs> nobody. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you zoom out, it does that as yeah. well. <laughs>
2: Sekiro, I don't, Sekiro uh, like, doesn't I, have a I, shoulder I, camera, though. No, I'm saying like the, the, specifically the ba- if you want to like look behind somebody, like if the, the if you want to have a fun combat game where you look behind your character, <laughs> Sekiro's on every console. You don't need or on everything, every platform. You don't need to buy a fucking PlayStation to get the the whatever God of War thinks it's offering you. Go buy like a better game on any platform. You don't need a PS4 to experience this.
0: Like it is, it is nice it that is, From Software still uses. The correct third-person camera.
2: Could you imagine matters? playing Dark Souls like that? You're just like, I'm gonna roll now, and you're like, oh, something on my left. I hit can because that's well, what God of I War can't was see like. That.
1: like. Also, that <laughs> that game with the with the dead people. What was this called? The Corpse game. Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell. Yeah. That also is over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, right? there's,
0: there's been a few games that try to crunch the difference between a Dark Souls game and modern AAA PS4 style like popular games and try to figure out how to mix the two styles. And it's just, it's just not, this doesn't fit. Well, cameras are supposed to serve their purpose of being able to see stuff like having it be just about making the the game look good. Like get this perfect angle where you see this, all this fidelity of your characters, visuals. I'm immediately mad if a third person camera doesn't have my character centered on the screen so that my fucking rotational yeah. axis doesn't even fucking follow the middle of the screen like it should be a symmetrical rotation like how insane it is to think about how many third-person shooters there are out there with co- with competitive modes where you fight other players where every single person just sees more to their right than they would see to the left
2: got <laughs> like, a, a war like you just see more Gears in one direction than problem. the other one because
0: your camera's to the right for some reason it's... not to mention just the irritation of how in competitive shooters it's really stupid that you can hide behind a wall but still see past it like, I hate yeah. that. I hate that. Third Where you can, person. Like, you can either take cover or just crouch somewhere, and your camera can see the whole area. So you can ambush people without having to have take the risk of actually exposing yourself, which just makes the game shittier.
1: Yeah, third person it's, just is a camera that is overused. And I think in a multiplayer it's, it's scenario. Just melee
0: only. Melee only. If your game doesn't have melee, melee not, it should be first person.
1: Even in melee, if it's single player, that's it's so exploitable. Like every time I do that in a single player game, where I know I'm looking around the corner, even though my character can't see around the corner,
0: <laughs> I know exactly that I'm doing something. Yeah, wrong. but not. I don't care about cheating against NPCs. No, it's fair. Enough. I think I just think it's really stupid if you're playing like. Overwatch and you're like well my Widowmaker can see around corners but not in like the way that where she uses her actual abilities to do it which have cooldowns and costs but just like no like I I can I can play in third person mode as Tracer so I can see everybody yeah
2: but but he gets a third person camera and he can just sit behind a wall and see people walking forward it's really shitty I hate that it's
0: a I think it's Uh, ball and Reinhardt. Uh, Rein-
2: Reinhardt technically can. Reinhardt you, ambushing yeah. is
0: the funniest concept ever though. Yeah like
2: that's a It's a really odd uh, choice but. Also it's gotta be unwieldy because you need to have the shield out. Uh, yeah so you have the shield out you just stand far you just stand a little bit behind so they can't see the shield poking out through the door yeah. and then you just turn the camera and you can see yeah, people yeah, no, walking no, no. through the yeah. wall and it's just like alright well you could also I mean Overwatch is also a, a fucking mess sometimes like if you're in the spawn you can technically see other people's spawns. Um, really? Yeah. They're, uh, so like some some of the cameras for like changing your character are at other... Were like for a while <laughs> were at other people's spawns. And so the, the, one of the strategies was to to wait uh, in spawn room until the other team spawned because you would see them all leave out the door and you could and see what they And you'd know what they were. Yeah. That's really There's, funny. There, video games are, are... Especially competitive video games are just full of fucking weird weird mistakes but cameras are rough cameras are a hard thing to try to figure out how to place on people properly and i i understand that i get that uh but don't don't put them in a way if if you're ever making a camera and you go man this is a great cinematic angle you failed at making a camera take it away do it again it needs to be a camera that says wow this feels great to use like this feels great to look around with because that's what that's what it's there for. The camera isn't there for me to get impressed. It's there for me to functionally be able to play your game. Like that's the, the only reason that I can see.
1: It's that's, the difference between visceral and cerebral, basically. It's the
2: difference between a game and a movie. I don't want to oh, play a that. movie. I want to play a game. If but, you want to make can... a movie, make a movie.
1: <laughs> but you can have you can have you can have the sort of cinematic Appeal in games without sacrificing gameplay.
2: That's called a cutscene. And that is the time to use cinematic cameras, not the game. Yeah. You can do the you can do the little cute thing that some games do where it's like press the trigger to zoom in on the thing, and then your camera gets taken away from you and it goes to a nice object or whatever. That's fine. You can do that where I, I'm given the choice if I give a shit or not. But don't make the presumptuous choice that I care more about seeing the world that you've crafted more than I care about seeing my character. And because you know, I don't, I never you know what do. know the problem is?
1: <laughs> it's people People playing... I'm, I'm being facetious now. It's people playing the first Tomb Raider, and you know how in first Tomb Raider you basically lock your cha- third-person... You're in third-person view, and you lock your character onto the enemies with a button, and then you fire with another button? And you don't even need to look at the enemies. And it's it's super, it's like Lara will just shoot the enemies if she sees them, as long as you're locked onto them. And I mean, people it's... didn't like that. People played that game and it was like, yeah, well, the shooting could be a little bit more like Doom. And then they made the new Tomb Raiders, where it is a little bit like Doom. You kill a lot of people in those games.
2: My thing too is Doom like, is it... a
1: confusing comparison, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Doom is like kind um, of a weird. It was, the, uh, it was from back then, though.
2: It's more I'm like just, Nathan Drake. It's just, she just, Tomb Raider just kills a lot of people. Well, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And yeah,
0: yeah. and people will be like, Tomb Raiders would what inspired Uncharted. It's like, yeah, but stuff doesn't exist in a vacuum. And yeah, like Uncharted was so popular that Tomb Raider was just like, we're going to make Uncharted games. And so they were specifically <laughs> like, like everything, in a- every way that Uncharted differed from previous Tomb Raider games became what the next Tomb Raider games were.
1: I'm yeah. not, uh, I don't want to like, I'm it was being an inspiration
0: Orbus. I- <laughs>
1: I'm being facetious because obviously there are people who enjoy this sort of an game inspiration 69
2: in. <laughs> gross <laughs> nice how was video games are just pooping back and forth between each other no oh uh, it's uh no i i honestly i would if you if you must if like some kind of way overpaid out of touch jackass comes up and says there has to be a cinematic camera at the very least give me the functionality to take it away like give me like a setting in my in the settings where i can say turn off this fucking awful camera and like bring it back to normal real video game world so that way i can just enjoy the game
0: (laughs) i hit a point in god of war where i was like okay i see what this game is it's just like it's just this big visual spectacle that you like lightly interact with and you like You have a series of cooldowns and super abilities. So whenever a fight happens, you pretty much just rotate between all of them. You just press all of your buttons to do the big showy attacks. And then the fight's over. And if you really fuck up, then you have to start over and try again. But for the most part, it was like kind of mindless and showy. And it was kind of fun in that way as just being showy and silly. But then at the end of the game, they're like, but we want you to care about our mechanics now. So they're like, here's this like roguelike dungeon of infinite grinding. And here's the series of like... Was the Valkyries you're supposed to fight and they're all like increasingly difficult mega bosses, but they're also kind of look the same. So it's kind of lacking in content, but also like they demand so much of you. And I'm like, this game isn't really designed to be hard. (laughs) like it doesn't really Mm -hmm. its mechanics don't really stand up to that level of intensity this isn't like fury or something where everything's really tight and reliable and the cameras are and the camera and the controls are on your side like they're kind of not they don't really enable that kind of play style so you're kind of forced like i'm sure i know there's people that like it but it's not really a system that feels like it is supported by the game around it and so it's it's just like the game it's going to be much more frustrating than it ever needed to be just because the game doesn't really play well when you take it to that level and for many reasons including the fact that its camera is just the worst for fighting up like mobile bosses like they're all jumping around and hopping around and the the screen's covered in 50 particle effects and poison effects and that shit's happening and your attacks fill the screen with all their spectacle and it's just you so quickly just can't even tell what you're seeing on the screen and the the animation's are so clunky and specific that like you can't like react to things correctly so like like any game if you practice enough you'll get there and some people just see any challenge as a thing that's worthy and that they that they want to see and everything but like compared to so many other games including the ones that are famously hard these days god of war just didn't feel designed for any of that end game content to be ideal so I was just like, ha, no, <laughs> which is just a thing I do in certain playthroughs where I'm just like, not that part. Nope, nope, nope. I, like I did
2: it. I, I beat all the Valkyries. I killed Yeah, you were very mad. I- <laughs> yes. That was back
0: when I used <laughs> to come to your house to play Zero Escape, and you were having a new venting process each week over your experience of playing God of War.
2: <laughs> and I
0: broke that game still, by the way. I...
2: I managed to make that game shit itself. Does
0: he break every game somehow? I get. Yeah. I got. I got
2: the. Uh, I got my son. I bullied my son into the ledge of a, an elevator, uh, and I was trying to kill him. And instead, he started phasing out of existence. And so he was. He <laughs> That's was better. He was. Uh, he was basically <laughs> pulsating so fast. That Dad,
0: I don't feel so good.
2: <laughs> I was, well, so I was sitting there, and I was like, I, I was looking. I was like, oh, okay, so I guess we're supposed to reach there, and then I turned the camera around, like, boy, boy, what the fuck are you, boy? Stop! What are you doing? He's like, I was like, boy, boy <laughs> get it! What are you doing? He's yeah. like, you're phasing out. Of the, you can't leave me alone. I want to leave, and he's like, Pop. <laughs> and he just like phased back into normal. And I was like, all right, uh, all right. they have a wall right. well, well back.
0: <laughs> so There's a. Uh, it's just to talk about like the cost of this amalgaming of uh, video games, or just like amalgaming what uh homogenization of video games it's, it's, it's a lot what like cinema
2: everything
0: <laughs> it's a, well that's that's part of what i'm talking about is fucking thanos is the uh <laughs> it's, it's like how modern movies like so much in, uh, back when we had theaters <laughs> so much of the entire screen space in theaters was dedicated entirely to not only competing superhero franchises but multiple movies from the same superhero franchise that were airing in parallel and then like star wars and a couple of other things but, like, one specific style of blockbuster thing, including just this endless deluge of competing superhero franchises, just became all that you saw in theaters. It was, like, those and a, a handful of animated children's films. And then almost nothing else would ever make it into theaters. And the stuff that did make it into theaters that wasn't those things would just get quickly replaced by more of those things. Like, they, you could look at the show times for any movie, and, like, anything that wasn't that stuff would be replaced quicker. And the stuff that was... Th- that was those things would stick around for longer and longer and in many cases like this is like a demand thing like it's the audience's fault in some cases that they keep specifically pouring all their money into this thing no and, it's disney's fault it's yeah disney's fault. well it's it's disney's disney is in con- its complete continued mon- monopolization and so on but that's also like another thing that's being sort of enabled by people giving them disproportionate amounts of money all the time too like there's a there's a back and forth here to some extent and so, to some extent, well, the like thing, it's, it's often that people just don't look any deeper into these medias. So they just, they, they. That's that's like the, that's the total of what they consume in many cases. It's just but, like this is the big popular thing, and that's all I hear about. And I won't really try to look for other stuff. And so they just consume the popular thing. So it kind of has a feedback loop of until that becomes all that consider, there
1: is. You have to consider that Disney knows that in advance. They yeah. they they make they rely. On the people, you know, it's that feeling of you you're re-watching a TV series that you've watched five times already instead of looking for something new just yeah. because it's comfort food, basically. And they Disney preys on that sort of feeling and they know that people go to the cinema and then they don't really know what they were going to watch. And then, oh, there's a new this franchise that I already sort of know out. Which is, for me, it's completely baffling because if you, I, I personally, if I go to the theater, I'm like, I'm going to watch something new. I'm going to be engaged. I don't want to be... Oh, yeah. Like even when me. people
0: find out a Star Wars movie is bad, they'll still watch it over a movie that sounds like it's supposed to be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Star Wars... The, the, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying this as... as jud- I'm not trying to judge the, the people that do that. It's totally fine if you want comfort because you know you do your you, yeah your own it's time just is what you it's want. just
0: part of why this has becomes but what Disney we have because video games are the same way though where it's like people oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. for years just fucking obsessing over cyberpunk for example and they just will <laughs> not stop hyping it infinitely or like yeah like the, the fact that like sony is eternally rewarded for amalgaming all their games into the same fucking similar thing because like, like this formula sells and it's because it's like yeah because people keep buying that because they're afraid of or new Call and of different Duty, things and they or evade it cards anything yeah. that looks different they're like yeah gross some some indie some indie bullshit like it's it's really informative <laughs> to look to, to like subscribe to like like the sony like play the the, the playstation youtube account where they'll post like the thumbnail they'll post the, like the trailers that they that they use on their storefront like kind of like steam like they have video trailers mm-hmm. and they're and they're like hosted on their youtube account and it's like seeing the how like your average console owner type audience member reacts to like anything that's outside of the norm often like just derisively or act- actively hostile and it's often like really interesting indie games and it's like it's, anything that sticks out is just bad they don't they don't seek new experiences they reject them and that's part of why we get the way we are and it's been and it's been rough because yeah i look at these comments on my like mdk playthrough and they're informative and i'm saying that they're not they're not those kinds of comments it's just like people being like just kind of seeing what we missed here <laughs> like uh, like like there's somebody that laments the fact that like you have the power and tech to make anything these days without compromise and you don't have to you, you don't even have to like improvise the thing. You don't have to you don't have to like compromise any of the shit. You can just you can just go. You can make MDK but incredible. But instead people chasing the fucking realism specter forever. And like they're like yeah. t- like triple A games almost refuse to make anything like MDK these days. And then like another comment's like, Every darn every darn time I play an FPS, I think, why is there always a level where you jump on mirrors and then luge? <laughs> and now I finally know. And it's like, oh, it's an ironic <laughs> comment because this is not a thing in video games, because I because literally part two of my playthrough, I'm already in a level where it's like there's a beautiful skybox, at least for the time, like it's well it's beautiful, it's just it's like still, it's, it's pixely and shit, and the entire level, in some cases, every floor and platform is a mirror that just reflects the skybox again, and so the, you 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 only tell where you are via the contrast between the two, but the whole thing is just so striking and beautiful and original and bizarre looking. And then yeah, you luge, <laughs> like you're fucking like sliding down these tunnels, and just like this is such an insane thing. Where like the, like uh, a lot of the time the verbs are really familiar. You jump, you glide, you shoot, you snipe. But then you do weird things like like snowboard and luge and and things like that. And while and the levels are doing this fucking bizarre shit, and it's like, why not? And any, also, why you... not? Why not ever do things like this anymore? Also, when you turn the the. I think the
1: camera itself is interesting, because when you turn it, the, the screen all tilts, and it adds this little, really, it, I, it feels to me, I, I'm not playing it, obviously, but it feels to me like it, it just adds this really interactive feel to the moving of the camera, just because it's, 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 the whole world is tilting, it's like almost driving a car, except it's not. It's a game that pulls off so
0: many strange things, like the protagonist is 2D. But he reacts to every part of the gameplay like he should, including like having different poses for all these different actions, like luring and stuff. But also like he will like mantle onto ledges believably, mm-hmm. despite that not even a, existing I, in the I same that, dimension as the three D character, the three D ledge. When I
1: saw that for the first time, I was like, "Wow, that is impressive."
0: Yeah, this is a it's it's a hell of a trip. And then there's a we- there's neat elements like how when you snipe, you cl- have what I, I what seems to be the most extreme possible zoom of any game i've ever seen i don't think you can zoom that far with a sniper in sniper elite games like it's such a ridiculous sci-fi sniper rifle and the and 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 they were pulling off good enough such good draw distances even at that time with the graphics they had that you can just infinitely zoom across incredible expanses until you're like zooming like a hundred times deep I think it literally caps out at at a times 100 zoom.
1: It's not draw distance, though, Keith. They don't do it with draw distance. What they do when you zoom in, they they actively, physically move the camera towards wherever you're aiming. It's not like draw... (laughs) It's a trick, (laughs) yeah. So basically... But, just trick, mean, yeah.
0: but just mean, the fact that they can seamlessly do that, and there's no, and it's, like they're it pulling it off good, yeah. back then, and it's great. And they're doing it multiple times at a time because not only do you zoom in, <laughs> yeah, but every times. time you every time you fire a gun, a, uh, your sniper rifle, <laughs> there is a split screen on the top of the screen where three separate cameras will follow the trajectory of your bullets, three at a time. So if you fire mm-hmm. a bullet, you get like a, like a, it's like the movie Wanted, where the fucking camera follows your bullet all the way to its destination, including it blinking out into the skybox. And you, and it does that for three separate bullets at a time, in addition to showing your actual perspective in the, in the middle of the screen. And it's like, there's just so much nuts, so shit happening. And it's like a 1997 PC game. That's like a fucking evolutionary dead end of video games. And every time I see that, I'm just kind of sad when like, I see interesting shit from the nineties and two thousands that we just... Decided not to ever follow up on again. Do you do you have you ever played the first Half Life? I I played it for like half like I don't know what half a session means. I played it I played it for like one session like once for a bit. Mm -hmm. So I I saw like the opening bad happening
1: and I jumped around a bit.
0: What I'm thinking is that this is very old.
1: This uh, yeah, (laughs) what I'm thinking is that this phenomenon that made M D K sort of disappear and M D K like games, the cinematic games, is is very is very common. And for uh, an example of that is Half Life One and comparing it to Half Life Two. I mean, they're both good games. I I prefer Half Life One, but the ending in the end of Fallout. Sorry, not Fallout. In the ending of of uh, Half Life One. You literally go to an alien planet where the gravity is different and there's, like, bumpers where you jump up in, like, in a sonic level. And it's hated and by most have, people, I believe. Yes. It is really difficult. That level is way too difficult for what it is. But I, I feel that if it were a little bit easier, people
0: wouldn't hate it. Uh, and well, you have an alien gun. And, and like
1: when, when, like there's like whenever I play a, speed like out whenever you.
0: I play a really, really, really bad game that's really frustrating... I'm, my, usual, my usual takeaway is like if it's going to be this bad like the least they could do make is just easy. make the game easier because then it would yeah. be le, then it would be le, like anything that's just easier is less hated because at least you don't have to like suffer the whole time <laughs> you could just absolutely get yeah. through the stupid game and be like all right well I, that was bad but i personally never I beat half-life one because die. the
1: last level is so difficult but the thing is it's so out there and even but the thing is half-life one also has the... Sp- Remember the spitting dogs? I don't know if you've ever seen them, if you've not played too no. much. They had these little dogs. They're like vortigons, but dogs. And they spit at you some acid. And they're like a major part of the gameplay. A lot of levels revolve around you dealing with them. They don't appear in Half-Life 2. And in hmm. Half-Life 2 just always felt to me... First off, it's weird because it's like... It starts in Medi- in media res, it, like the, the it feels like Half Life Three instead of Half Life Two. There's a lot of stuff that happened in between the two games that doesn't get told, um, and so it's always weird. But like Half Life Two kind always felt of like told now though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. It's got a uh, but prequel, it always feels like <laughs> finally real. It feels like just oh let's make Half Life again, but this time realistic and serious, because the first one isn't serious at all ever.
0: The scientists are goofy and, the, and, and, and they're all dying and the, comically and it's the same yeah. like three scientists repeating over and over again
1: and they play on it as well and oh my god it's but it's also like not just it's goofy but it's also a serious game in the in the, in the gaming industry it it innovated with its intro and it innovated with the, the technology do you itself. have
0: opinions about whether someone should play half-life one or black mesa That's, i i feel black mesa is a have, better because that'll be yeah. a choice i have to make at some point because it's do, the same thing. Do I thing. play the authentic I, original game, or do I play like the fan remake? Was
2: was why? Sorry, what was the? Hey, yeah, with the Half Black Mesa is 1? just a remake. I, it's basically I, the I same
1: game, except gra- I, better graphics.
2: Yeah, I didn't think that Half Life One was a relatively bad game. I mean, it has no, some, it was okay. It has some like okay, this is an old video game stuff to it, mm-hmm. but nothing like me- nothing like where you mechanically go like all right, fuck this game. Like there has no, no, to be no it's a, a modern version. shooter. Even no, yeah. I'm, like, I'm just, I'm just talking the, about how
0: i have the question of where i have to, I have to choose one or the other eventually because I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna so, fucking play yeah. both that's silly
2: it, it depends on yeah. depends on what you care about if you want the game to if you want the, most likely just play black mesa because it's uh, it's modern so I, it's probably it's agree, gonna run yeah. without any issue and it's gonna yeah. look a little bit nicer and you don't have to it run the really risk good. of i think yeah, i think, I, 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 think I just anticipate
0: the frustration of what will happen no matter what which is that whichever one i pick is wrong <laughs> the comments will just all be telling me yeah. that you should be playing the original game if you've never played it. You should be playing some, having your experience colored by a fan remake. And then if I play the original game, they're like, you know, there's a fucking, you know, there's a fucking HD good version now, right? You can play the fucking beautiful, <laughs> well liked game that came out this year. Why are you playing this trash from 1997? And it's like no matter what, <laughs> I'll be told I'm wrong.
2: If it's you like, the, it's oh, like how every course. time I
0: talk about playing Thief, I get a different opinion about what difficulty I should play it on, and I'm just like. <sighs>
1: Oh, I can help you in that because I finished Thief One recently.
0: Yeah, but it's just but, but like it, it's a, they're mutually exclusive unless I want to be a crazy person and play the game twice or even in case play of Thief? or even play every level twice. Like, because one, at one point one of the solutions in my head was like I'll play every level on on normal mode and then our h- hard mode every time I no pro- that's every time that's not good. <clears throat> but like so the basically only, the only thing the only game I think I'd ever do that on is uh, I think I'll make myself play every level three times if I ever get around to covering Hitman. Mm. because the whole point is having different solutions for each level and the, the sheer, like, possibility space of each level. The alternative Just was make... to play every Hitman level twice, but with a co-host, and they we and we commit to always never killing the, the enemy the same way, and we take turns. Just make different Let's Plays. Just Let's Play instead of, you know,
1: different Let's Plays, I suppose. That's a... That's but no, well, I'd want to do the different... same
0: level multiple times in a row... Uh, oh I see cuz it's, it's easier well. in your head. Cuz like in the thief yeah. case it's like I'd explore it on normal and get the story and also know the layout of the world at There's... least the first version and then I would play the hard objectives for to get the full experience after I've like scouted it essentially. And in Hitman it's like you, you the best way to iterate on your previous run of the level is to have just played the level <laughs> and not like play the whole campaign then start over again and so on.
1: The thief I, f- I find it interesting that you're I, I saw your comment about it.
0: I I don't remember what video it was about Thief. I think the MDK uh, video. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. Um, but it, it's easy. Just go for the hardest difficulty. It's not a very difficult game. You're going to have a good time.
0: Yeah. It's a really good game well. There's, as well. there's like, three different pieces of advice. A lot of people say oh, to play normal your first time. Some people say the hardest difficulty. Other people say play the second hardest difficulty because it's too restrictive because you get because on the second hardest difficulty you have most of the objectives so you're kind of getting the full experience but you don't have to deal with the fact that the hardest difficulty makes you play as a pacifist for the entire game therefore making most of the tools pointless and useless.
3: Oh. So there's so
0: many schools of thought and no matter what I pick I'm wrong and the pressure makes, and the pressure there makes me constantly not just just it, it I'll be like depend. next in my mind I'm like the next game is Thief and I've done that like three times and then I pick something it else when it's time to play the next want. game. That's true. I would never want to play Thief as not a
1: pacifist. Of course, I'm going to give them the blackjack to the back of the head.
0: Yeah, but then the game, at the, at the same time, the game's full of so many different tools, and like just you never the using them feels like that is one thing. No, no. Yeah, but like, yeah, you but like, n- but like having your options reduced can be a real, bu- real bummer.
1: The thing is, it also depends. I think for me, the biggest, it, since we're talking about Thief, the biggest question is how willing are you to be capable of reloading every once in a while because you screwed up? Because the game can get a little bit hard on some of if you get yourself into
0: trouble. I mean, I think um, the missions are probably like an hour or two long, and I'm not planning on like starting the whole mission over every time I get I. Uh, no, but I fuck you, can quick,
1: save. you yeah, can quick save. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I,
0: yeah. I, i I've, I've, I've definitely be quick saving. So I I, yeah, I, I, I try not to save scum choices. I only try to I only save scum choices if I feel like the game straight up lied to me, not about the consequences of the choice, but what the choice even was. Yeah. I like the I game. I, I like games I surprising do. me with unforeseen consequences to my choices. Regard. But when a game just lies to me about what I'm doing, then I'm like, okay, come on, <laughs> you literally wrote it wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the, but the game isn't. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the game isn't very
1: deep in that re- aspect. The story is mostly told in the middle of missions, in between
0: missions, rather. Yeah, no, and I'm not there's... concerned about that. I, yeah. I, for me, it would just be like it'd be the back and forth of like uh there's a k there's a there's a go loud or a chaos period when you get caught in a stealth game and so mm-hmm. i would be i would be quick saving periodically like i always do in those kinds of games just to cut back on my having to go back if i fuck up sort of situation kind of like in half-life alex but mm-hmm. whenever something goes wrong i would still try to resolve it if i could oh, without loading that's a
1: good example
0: like i would yeah, try to like it's... recover from the situation if possible because there's a story that comes from that, from that. Like I would get, I yeah. got very frustrated in some past co-op playthroughs I've done with people, where the moment something went slightly wrong, they would just instantly load without asking the other players if they wanted to load. And it's like, no, like let's see how that scenario plays out. Like let's like that's that's, that's, that's some like some
1: games. That's like the some funny games are even better. Yeah, yeah. Some games are even better for that sort of play where you see how it's going to turn out because yeah. some games are designed with that in mind. Uh, Thief is not really. You do get a game
0: over screen if you kill anybody on maximum difficulty. Like when I'm trying to do yeah, my there's... big my big uh, fucking solo heist as my Orc hunter that that left the party behind and I'm and I found I find this giant treasure hoard but there's a giant scorpion on top of it and I'm trying to stealth in <laughs> and stealth out and then right at the last second and the last moment I fail my final stealth check on my way out with the treasure and it catches me in its claw like I don't fucking quick load we play the scenario what's gonna happen here let's see what happens maybe i'll get slowly crushed to death down to the last particle of health and the fucking scorpion will critically fail its grapple check and drop me and because it's so big it can't reach further into the room and it can't actually pick me back up so i'm just on the ground now and i'm alive <laughs> like it's like and yeah. like like the tool set of like a, a dishonored or a prey and and those are the games that are inspired by thief like Seeing how the systems in, a, in an immersive sim, seeing how those systems play out is worth seeing through whenever you fuck up. But also, mm-hmm. you know, quick save periodically so that once you do fuck up and fail, you at least don't have to replay the last hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: the thing the good thing about it is that uh, there are some missions that if you if you look at the objectives, because basically the way the game works is when you you start a mission, it has a list of objectives and the objectives get added or extra difficult depending on the difficulty level that you choose. So if you look at the objectives and like, eh, I don't really care about collecting all the money. I'm just going to play on normal instead of hard or whatever." Because there's there's at least one mission where the only difference is the amount of money you collect. And if you don't care about that, if you don't yeah. want that as a
0: yeah, you just All that, yeah. that itself is like encouraging you to fully explore the area and but so But you can on.
1: still fully explore. It just doesn't hang mm-hmm. over your head as a fail state.
0: Yeah. Shit's complicated.
1: That's the that's the argument for normal, is that you can still do everything even on normal. It just
0: don't doesn't require you to do it. But I find anyway. I, I increasingly find that running a Let's Play channel is like an endless series of like opportunity cost <laughs> choices, essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like okay, like if I make this choice, then I, that means I don't do any of those other choices, and like that's just what this playthrough is, like the choice to carry Vincent throughout a whole of Half Life Alex. Like this is now a Vincent playthrough, so that you've lost the chance that for this ever to be a non-Vincent playthrough, and there's different <laughs> variations of that. And then people be like, are you gonna are you gonna replay this game or, re, or redo that game? Because like uh, you should replay KOTOR, but the other side of the story, or you should uh near replicant hd whatever is coming out you played near crystal before it was like a tweet that came out today at me and i'm like no i'm not gonna replay i'm not gonna play the hd remake of the japanese version of the game that i already played like it's just not the opportunity cost (laughs) is not worth it like if you have infinite time i'm like yeah sure that seems kind of fun but like i don't have infinite time every single playthrough i choose technically comes at the cost of all the other playthroughs i could have chosen and so like there's such a specificity to like why like what deserves being replayed and there has to be like a reason for replaying a game or spending or doing like multiple styles of game and so on and like it's like i I can see a special case for hitman for example or Like a game like Dark Souls with all its different playthrough styles, and how important it is to to me and the channel and everything, and and that's how how specific and and monumental that is. But then like something like Thief, it's like, yeah, I could play Thief twice, or I could play Thief two. Do you want to play through a Thief two? Yeah, think about that real hard, guys. (laughs)
1: It's such a difficult game, though. But you should. It's it's fun sometimes. I play a, every game one.
2: all the time, constantly. I've never stopped <laughs> I playing video games. I do that almost in a
0: way. I do that almost more than anyone, <laughs> and yet, still unobtainable as a goal. <laughs> I feel it's like Avatar I'm evidence. over again. I feel like I'm evidence towards the, the idea that if you try to fully embrace the idea of playing absolutely everything, as like it's you just re- all, the more you play, the more you just get into the culture and understanding of how many games there even are, and the more you understand how impossible that idea con- as a, is as a concept.
2: Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the the limitless time problem, uh, is that there are, there are always going to be more games and there are time in the world to play them.
0: And And people, not even (laughs) timing to play them, given this infinite variety, they pick the most boring ones.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, and then, (laughs) and uh, then they're like, like, Ghost of
0: Tsushima are a fucking revelation. What an incredible video game. It's like, I, Neo 2. My sweet summer child, there's so much video game out there. Please. Well, I
2: mean, this goes this goes back to the whole. Uh, well, I guess not that exactly, but this goes back to like how journalism for games works and how there's there's not really good, uh, not really like good incentive to to talk badly about big games because oh, you actually,
0: know, you, you just never harassed for it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you get harassed for it. You get, da- who... get
0: doxxed and death threaded for criticizing yeah, like... a game mildly because of the sheer scale of its fandom, even though it's not out exactly. yet, it has a fandom already, and it's like people are fucking exhausting.
2: Yeah, saying I was a gonna game, say... saying a game is like five out of ten, people are like, How fucking dare you you're, you're like you're you know, trying you got it out for the game, you just don't like it because you're something something, it's like what No man, games can be boring as shit. Trust me. I play a lot of them all the time. There's plenty of boring games. Like I was gonna Oh, sorry. No, no, go for it.
1: When you said how games journalism works, obviously there's still a lot of games journalism being done and good games journalism, but I was going to say does it work? Because kind of YouTube and Twitch kind of broke a lot of the the, some, what, what a lot of people had need for game journalism it kind of broke that. It's the finding
0: Because you games, can just go, go look at YouTube a thing. Yeah. I
2: mean yeah. that was like, that's what we but talked about now with uh, the idea the, of like fair use. Is like, well at some point like people how else do people get an informed decision about a game that they're gonna invest sixty fucking dollars in if not seeing someone else play it? And like But
1: the thing is the the what the hate that you were talking about just now about the games journalists that say bad things about the about the games, it also applies to us when we play games and say, Oh, this this storyline is dumb or yeah, the yeah,
2: gameplay is not uh, good. We we run into that constantly about people who get upset that we don't enjoy a game that they enjoy or like the
0: unironic fucking internet outrage when Dunky made a video about like kingdom hearts 3 or something and like some or like a few times now he like he doesn't love a jrpg and like people are so mad about like a five minute comedy review of a game that they like that they just go on about it not only for, like, just days on end on Twitter and so on, but then they keep bringing it up in other videos, constantly just raging at him. Like, they just can't stop burning a torch to the point where they <laughs> spend more time being mad at him than he spent making the review. And it's like, I don't... I don't know how people tick any... Like, what, how they work. Uh, their their behaviors are so fucking confusing at this point.
2: I, it seems exhausting. Uh... I don't know. I... I'm constantly disappointed uh, at all times by stuff. I just banned them.
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> every time that, I see this pattern, helps. I'm like,
2: oh, goodbye. <laughs> I, I I mean, I'm experiencing that a lot with, like, Honey Pop 2 currently, which has mm. not been a fun experience. Didn't expect that maybe. to be a
0: fucking incendiary game, did you? Didn't think you'd be no, pissing off the no. Honey Pop I, fandom.
2: I... I didn't go into playing Honey Pop 2 with any... I went in with the utmost like, alright, it's a dumb game. I'm gonna have fun with a dumb game. You know, like, oh, I can expect, you know, really bare bones writing, but a, a pretty acceptable uh, three game. And it's like, ah, oh, it's none of this. It's everything I, I didn't want in a video game turned into a a video game. <laughs> awesome, thanks. I'm glad I'm here now. And people are just not happy that I don't. It's like, well, if you're not having fun, don't play it. It's like I'm gonna fucking play the game that I bought, and I'm gonna hate, beat the I fucking hate, game. I always that I hate bought. that comment it's because
0: like, I'm like, fucking leave.
2: Yeah, like, like dude, you have like, the people. Like,
0: are, you're you're gonna begrudge this playthrough and make it so. And, and like, if if you get your way, it's like nobody gets this content because you don't like it. But like, there's this hypocrisy to the idea of like, if you're so mad about me consuming a thing I don't like. Why are you still here? Like, you have the power me... to end this playthrough at any moment by simply not looking at yeah. it anymore. And they'll, but they'll just keep <laughs> me making just... the same comment. Let me just give a, a little bit of a counterpart, a counterpoint to
1: that, because sometimes the comments are also good. And uh, shout out to Supersonic Tumbleweed for saying the best comment that Dude. I've seen in a while. <laughs> I, I posted it in chat uh, in our Discord for you guys to see. Uh, I've been racking on Deus Ex Human Revolution for the last little bit because the game is ramping up its storyline, and it's it's dumb a lot. And uh, it's got interesting themes, but it it, it's, it does so many things wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, that,
0: that's always the counterpoint is that there's always somebody who loves that, and it, yeah. it, you're making Super it Star for totally them. Being like, it's, it's the other people's fault like, for sticking yeah. around and hating it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, but there's definitely not an incentive from that's the thing you always need to think about is It's like our, YouTubers... like our Sonic and
0: ZeroScape playthroughs like those yeah, yeah, have an audience. The they are hungry for more. They're, they're uh, not, it's, it's not just the fans. The, they're not making just, that for It's just fans all the dumb assholes that hate <laughs> yeah. the videos but won't go away for some reason. Yeah.
1: It's I, yeah, but the, the, the there's no there's no search engine optimization for let's play a game that I hate basically. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, I, that's the,
1: I, yeah, sorry.
2: No, go for it. Yeah, because
1: I was just gonna say that it's at the end of the day that's what some people might hang on to is they might not like the game too much, but if 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 you if your uh, criticism is interesting and if the, the points you raise are interesting, and if at the end of the day you're still having a good time, a good enough time anyway, then then it's it's good YouTube because that's you know you you don't watch YouTube to
0: play a game, you watch it to watch YouTube so. i think that's often kind of the role that we have when we make this kind of content is that we're the counterpoint to that idea that i brought up earlier that people just play games in zombie mode and it's like not a thing i can just generalize about everybody but there's a lot of people that just don't pay that much attention and they're kind of multitasking and they're kind of just burning through their afternoon after work or whatever and they're not really engaging with the game that hard kind of like the way that like you can walk in on like your fucking like your parents just like just the tv is just on and they're like half mm-hmm. paying attention to it, and like they don't even they barely know what they're watching. it's like a reality show, or something, and it just kind of goes, and then they'll leave the room and come back at any at any interval and it doesn't really matter what they missed, and so on like that, that, that that's that game that's that's often approach to gaming, <clears throat> so when we make a playthrough of like zero escape and we're actively engaging with the game the entire time, and we're obsessing over each element of the story and and and, and theorizing about what's gonna happen next along the way throughout the entire experience and actually breaking down each thing and sure we'll be wrong and we'll miss things and so on because we're still people it's not like a it's not like a review where we researched the game and played it five times through and then carefully checked all of our work or anything like it's us playing it on the fly but like we're engaging with it very actively and a lot of people aren't ready for that because they themselves they're like oh yeah i like the game but they didn't really like think about it very much along the way and they didn't really like give it their full attention and it but, we can, but because that's how they encounter and interact with a lot of games that then like that if they still came up with this idea that it was a, a good experience even though they were half engaging with it hell half of them because there's so many people fucking admit they're watching our content while playing other games and i'm like no 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 no, no. <laughs> not unless it's not unless it's like world of warcraft or something you should not be like multitasking while playing a video game uh and it's like i so they'll be blindsided by these things. And some people act, react to it in a hostile way, like how ah, you just hate games and you're just went, went and coming to hate this and blah, 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 blah. But then other people are like, oh, my God, I didn't realize any of these things when I played through the game. And it's like you're opening their eyes to all these different observations and angles and what things mean or catching on these details that they weren't catching to the point where like oftentimes people like you use this in a blind playthrough you you looked up that what happened or you knew what happened already because you keep predicting things i'm predicting things because i'm fucking paying attention and you weren't because you were fucking eating cheetos
3: <laughs> You eating Christ. Cheetos. and somebody was
0: and it's like you were talking on the oh. phone with somebody and eating chips while also playing the game and then there's a fucking music playing in the background that wasn't from the game and then you're like oh i missed the part <laughs>
1: But there are games I, that are like they do it on purpose for you if, if you are what, if like if you're paying attention. Like I keep going back to stuff that I'm playing at the moment. Prey does that so often. Like you, you get introduced to a little idea or a little theory, something that doesn't add up. You think a little bit about it. You come to maybe it's this. And like five minutes later or 10 minutes later, it is or it isn't whatever. Da 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 but da da da. <laughs> it's like it's the timing and the, the pace. That's why pacing is so important because you can't be left with a. Presumption, or with maybe it's gonna be this for hours and hours, and then just aha, it was you know, like, it, like pacing is very important in games, and you completely miss, you throw it completely out the window if you're not paying attention, because you know you're just not paying attention. There's no the the setup and, and payback. Uh, sorry, Andrew, you were gonna say
2: no. People, I I think just yeah, like what Keith said, I think people don't a lot of people don't like to be overly critical, or they like to give too many leniencies to games. Um like I really hate the argument for games where it's like, "Oh, if you're if you're struggling somewhat, why don't you just have a wiki open?" It's like, n- "No. No, <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. Not, if, the, yeah. if the game needs a wiki to be open to play it, the game there's sucks." There's so there's so many like, people that
0: like extensively pre-research every game they play so they yeah, never get a like, blind playthrough because like they like, dude, they literally I, just I like look to. up Hades builds and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah
2: oh, I, yeah like i went into hades completely blind i had no idea i was picking dumb shit for like the first half of the game and yeah. the moment you know and then i started figuring out how stuff works and then you start like building a a a build you're like yeah. oh i know these are the these are the good moves to have these are the and now i just i don't have i don't have issues unless just, i put just the, myself into a situation the number like, of
0: depressing threads you can find of people just spoiling themselves about outer worlds <laughs> <laughs> when, that is, I mean, out, sorry, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. When that's like <laughs> yes, I... the discovery <laughs> process is all the game is.
1: <laughs> like, oh, no.
0: Because like yeah. you could just beat the entire game in 20 minutes from your first file if you know everything already. But, like, but it's, it's so like, good to discover. You're literally that's not supposed game. to look up anything about it.
1: Ah. That's the one game where you
0: can't even say what it is about without spoiling it. You can't really explain any of the worlds in it. Because <laughs> all of or... them, how every world works is itself a discovery process and that's the core progression of the game you don't level up anything but your or, mind Adder, yeah,
2: Adder
1: yeah. Wilds or even the like the basic premise of the game you can't even explain
2: the point sure, of the game sure you can the point of the game don't is you're, say you're on you're exploring space enjoy outer
0: wilds not even knowing about the core loop yeah that's what i'm saying that's what you can't say if you know which te- that which if, which if, frustratingly actually that is spoiled on the store page. Yeah. But I'm like, oh. I didn't even know that. Like, I just jumped in because it looked cool. I didn't cool. know that either.
1: I was lucky, and I that's was I, know, I, know I was actually good.
0: annoyed to find that you're supposed to know about that. Basically, it's like it's the it's the bullet point thing that everyone introduces the game as being, and they explain it as that. And I'm like,
1: no, don't say oh, that. I liked finding that by myself. I was very surprised when that happened. I was yeah. like, yeah,
2: wait, what? No, I <laughs> what mean, that's this? that's the thing. it's like, I I and so I don't I, I hate that crap. I hate. I hate, the, I hate the feeling where I'm like, I don't really like this game, and people's counter arguments are like, yeah, but you're just approaching the game wrong. I'm like, am I, am I actually mm-hmm. approaching the game wrong? Or do I have, like, is my expectations <clears throat> too high for this game? Like, is it weird of me to expect that a game uses its own, can use its own systems, uh, like its own UI, its own tutorial system to like properly explain shit to me? Or am I dumb for not going on Wikipedia and looking up how the <laughs> fuck this goddamn game works. Like you know, like uh it's I don't know, and that, that frustrates me. And there like are annoyingly were, some
0: games designed for you to just look them up. Yeah, like a, and if that's the lot case, of, it's uh, like multiplayer like open world survival games are unplayable in a vacuum. Yeah, and like, so don't like don't starve that, and, or Minecraft.
2: And so in those Especially instances like Minecraft. I my stance, and again it doesn't have to be consensus, but my stance is that's a shitty game. I don't, I don't want to have a book open to play your fucking game. I'm not going to do that. That's why I'm playing a game. Especially a, non-
0: game, o- n- a non-official book.
2: Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like, like it, if
0: it's an it, old school it, video game where you just kind of have to use the manual to, to so, fill in the gaps so here and there. That's is, different than like use the public wiki because we didn't make our game playable.
2: At least Minecraft is slightly better about it now. Like you can open up a crafting book and it will show you how to make the stuff like oh you you want to make a a desk here's the recipe to make a desk like you don't have to you don't have to like go on make wikipedia desk, anymore Nikki? that yeah well you know what i mean like you make a table or whatever uh oh, like okay. <laughs> if you want to make a, a a a roof or a brick slant like you can go into the you go into the crafting menu and you can scroll through the things you want to make or you can make and then pick the thing and it tells you what you need for that that's nice that's what that should be in the game that should always have been in the game like why would I need to go somewhere else to find that? Now, I don't know what they do, that's frustrating, but you know, that's also part of the exploration part. Whatever, I don't, I don't know what this fucking weird eye I have does. I guess I'll have to figure that out at some point. But, uh, but, like, or, but then you look at the inverse, like Binding of Isaac, and you're like, all right, what the fuck is this item? It's like, oh, wouldn't you like to know? I'm like, yes, literally, <laughs> I would like to know. What the fuck is this item? It's like, well, pick it up. Okay, I picked it up. What's the fucking item? Can you tell me what the item is It's like you got a boy and I'm like what what does it fucking mean tell me what the fuck the item is in the game I already picked up it's it's like I can't make a decision to get rid of it now tell me what I just picked up and it's like you'll, you'll just figure it out it's and, you know, fucking
0: it's infuriating like, that by no, just man. doesn't tell you what the mechanics are even after you've picked something up You're like oh, what yeah, is it doing though
2: like what does it fucking do? I like remember the, playing. Just, I remember
0: playing Don't Starve, and I picked the librarian, and I was constantly slowly going insane, and I had no idea how to fix that, and I was just like, go, just trying to mash all the systems. Like what? What is? How does sanity work? How do you improve it? How do I fix the fact that I'm gonna be dead soon? Yeah. And, I, and it was just like an infinitely looping, like fuck you. And it's like, you could try. What was it? I don't remember what. <laughs> I don't know. I what gave what? up because the game wasn't fun. I went to Invisible Inc., the game by the same company that knows how to communicate its mechanics at you. Yeah, Invisible ink's incredible. That's,
1: that's the thing needs that like to have a book, I think.
2: That's the thing that baffled me about uh Hades. but like you're playing Hades, you're like, oh, oh, oh my fucking god, you can do this? You're allowed to just have a clear and concise understanding of the mechanics before you pick things. Oh my god, you can you can look at what everybody gives you in like this thing called a, a UI. I've never even heard of that before. Does, <laughs> ha, does Binding of Isaac guys know that there's a UI thing you can make? That's crazy. That's, what the fuck? How did they come up with these genius ideas? It's so impressive. It's almost that's the like the redemption thing. It's Is almost that like every time. So, sorry. Ben, it's like sorry. It's just it's infuriating to see yeah. like Super Giant just takes a, a, a genre and goes, oh, all of you have failed at this fundamentally. Let me fix that for you, and then just does it correctly, and you're like guy guys, could you at least copy the fucking homework here? Because fuck, man, you guys are making garbage.
3: <laughs> like,
1: <just laughs> the thing something. is, every time somebody tries to gaslight you, when you talk about a game and you, you criticize it and pe- people co- try to come up with all these excuses, whatever it is, I'm not talking about anyone in specific, but when you find something that works and something that a game that does it properly, you know. Like... That, that, I think that, that, that feeling of, oh, this is how it's done. It's so good when you find it, even, whatever it is. Because it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a perfect game like Hades. It could be just a partially perfect game. But, you know, you can pinpoint, you know, even either it's the level design or it's the shooting mechanics or the writing yeah. or whatever.
2: I mean, there's, that's the thing, too, is, like, there are some mechanics that work by exploration. There are some, you know, like, Binding of Isaac, a good example of this is the the layout of the levels the way that you figure out how to move around between uh, worlds and that you can't go like you, you can go back but not after you've gone into the room the first time that's a that's a mechanic that's good to learn by experience you go into a room it locks you off you go oh fuck I'm stuck here and then you re- and then once you finish the room the doors open up and you go back to the room you went before and it's open you don't you don't get locked out again because you've cleared it and you go oh you can keep going around the room I gotcha like you don't need a tutorial for that but when you pick up an item in a room and suddenly half your health is gone you need to go like sorry what what the fuck happened what did that just do <laughs> was that just a punishment did i get anything for that is is there like was this was this a bad choice and the game's like ah you'll figure it out when you die and it's like <laughs> Okay? And and then you die, and you go, so what did it do? And it goes, you'll figure out next time you encounter it. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill- What does it do? Just tell me what it does- Like, Hades, when you die, uh, or when you succeed, it shows- Like, when you- Sorry. When Hades, when you pick an item, when you pick a thing, it tells you exactly what it does, the numbers that it does, and all that stuff. When you- While you're playing, at any point, you can stop the game, and you can look at all the things you have, and figure out all the stuff that it does, and- When you win, you can go through and interrogate every single upgrade that you have and see exactly what it was doing and helping you. And it's like, these are important, valuable data sets that you can use to better your runs, which is the whole fucking premise for wanting to keep playing a roguelike. Like, the whole point is that you want to keep doing it so you get better and better. And so you need to figure out, like, what didn't work and why like if you get a stupid shitty fucking ability that does rupture but it doesn't mean anything because there's no walls to push a boss into then you look like a clown running into an enemy and hoping that they're gonna bump into a wall and they never do and you're like well this fucking didn't work and now you know <laughs> next time like don't bother with that unless you're gonna go like fill out the entire Seder room because there's fucking walls everywhere and now you can just mm-hmm. ping pong people of fucking death like there's value, although, and you can although say although that's just
0: that's just knockback and and wall slam damage, but rupture actually applies to anything that would do knockback, even if it doesn't.
2: Oh yeah, sorry, that's that's right. I, I meant the knockback. That's the only uh, actually, reason no, it's I viable. The, <laughs> I wasn't talking about rupture. I was talking about the uh, the splash. I can't remember the name now. The, like when they hit the wall and then it does a a, a splash damage. Uh, um, that that's the one I was talking about. We're like, that's a really fucking strong ass power when you're in the Seder room but it's worthless anywhere else yeah. when there's not like comp- like constantly walls you can bounce people for me, into for me the engagement
0: there's two things that engage like, me in a video game so like one of them is specifically choices like the number of choices you have how interesting those choices are and how like val- like how valid they are what the trade offs are the risk reward and so on like being a being a person who is actively making choices based on at least some kind of information Is one of the best things you can have. So, like, that's why I love. I loved playing the remake, uh, the the quote unquote HD (laughs) remake of Resident Evil One, which was was just which itself is twenty years old now. Uh, But it was remade again, but not that not that remade. (laughs) It was just ported again. But uh, like that, like that, that fucking original Resident Evil. Where it's like, okay, here are the rooms where the safe rooms are. Here are enemies that are dangerous enough to be and inconsistent a little bit enough that there's like a gamble here of how of how well en- engaging with them will do. Like how well will running past them work? How well will shooting them work? How much space do I need to shoot them uh, before they catch up with me? Or how much space do I need to evade around them? How much ammo should I have? You're making all these choices specifically built around the fucking perfect mechanic, which is save rooms. I love the save rooms in Resident Evil games because that's where you make your choices. You have a little bit of quiet time where the song plays. You're like, okay, this is a I'm, I've escaped momentarily from the from the horror game. I'm gonna open this box up. Here's my items in the box. Here's the items on my character, and I need to choose. How much do I want to carry? How much space do I want to leave open for stuff I'll discover along the way? I'll open my map and figure out the route of like where do I want to go next either to explore or to go back and solve a puzzle or reuse a key that I've found and what items do I think I'll need along the way and you're, there's so many choices being made there and and then, then once you're playing the game game you're making snap choices along the way that are either a mixture of like your your plan and the improvisation you have to do along the way and that's so fucking compelling and then the other half of what makes games really interesting is usually uh discovery just your your natural curiosity being satisfied by you wanting to explore and find things and figure things out but there's like right ways and wrong ways to do that so like in the the dark souls way and the resident evil way of exploring is just fucking great but it's for me at least for me and i know there's other people that like it like the binding of isaac version of exploring where you're just like i don't know what it does maybe you'll know someday is like infuriating it's like you're just just the con- the constant obfuscation of information to the point where let's just fucking face it. Everyone cheats all the biting of Isaac players just cheat and look this stuff up. They don't intuitively pick it up by just playing naturally for hundreds of hours. like they just they just cheat and look it up. Like I don't know who this yeah. is for what the the (laughs) fuck is this those entire wikis where you have to where the wiki has to be like a series of pictures and you click on the picture because that's all you know that the ability is is the icon that shows up when you get it and you click on that to get told what the thing is because you don't even have an yeah i think if i remember correctly you don't even necessarily have like a name that you can easily type to like look up what it is half the time and it's just like it's just the worst
3: yeah
1: i think i know what binding of isaac is for it's a joke on all the English speakers that didn't grow up playing <laughs> English games without knowing what they mean.
2: I mean, it's it's basically it, that.
0: I'd buy into that more if it wasn't made by Edward McMillan, where it just I, there's just no kidding. there's no personal experience to make to base that on. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. It's a, that's what it's, there's it's games that properly, probably.
2: Yeah, it's just a frustrating design choice. And like again, I get maybe that's something somebody's alley that's exactly what they want but i i don't think that that's fun i don't think that that's good and i'm 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 going to say that i'm not going to like i'm not going to sit there and be like oh wow this is an innovative and an interesting experience i'm gonna say no this sucks i hate this this is a mm-hmm. shitty this is a shitty experience because this is that's that's how i feel about a game i'm not gonna like quietly sit there with my like mouth closed going mm, mm, hmm hmm
3: hmm 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 Mm,
2: like you know, like that's and that's what it feels like a lot of people want from you when you when you don't like a game. They're like just yeah. shut up and enjoy the game and you're like or There's there's or, like a dishonesty crazy, built into it because or, you... go watch someone the fuck else? Like there's plenty of other people. <laughs> and it's like yeah, no, but they're I not they're not playing it like you do. Let and me it's push like back on you. That's why. That's because they're not fucking critically thinking about the game. They're just playing the game. Like let me push back <laughs> on you though. I think it's important to learn like depends on the, uh, what, uh,
1: you know how old you are, as a, and where you are in life. But I think it is important to learn how to deal with other people's differing opinions. If you're watching a let's play and the let's player doesn't agree with you on something, even if they think the complete opposite, don't let that get up to your head. Don't go watch somebody else. Continue watching Andrew complaining about uh, yeah. Honey Pop Two, or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and then I mean, just and then go on Rule Thirty Four or whatever it is to like- get the that he blurs out
2: like people people like overwatch like they genuinely like they enjoy the game they have fun they're wrong they're just 100 <laughs> yeah. percent wrong that it's that's not a humanly possible real thing unless you're lying to yourself but Andrew, I accept, you don't play lucio I, I accept that people believe that and i just go all right that's fine if you if you, you do you truly lucio. believe that i'll let you, you believe to play that lucio. i'm not gonna te- i'm not gonna like force you to understand the reality but like I don't have to live in that weird, fake, idealistic world that you live in. I don't have to be sitting there with my eyes held open by, like, fucking metal wires going like, Oh, I see why it's so fun. Yeah, you could just, <laughs> all the colors, oh. You need to play just ignore Lucio. All of the frustration on, like, at this building up behind me. Like, it's, I, that's, I don't know, that's the, that's, that's the thing that happened with Honey Pop, where I'm like, everything just keeps fundamentally failing me like all all of it just keeps being such an abject failure and people are just like it's fine just get over it chill and it's like I, how do you chill when things just keep falling down in front of you it's like what
0: there also it's, are it's two like- other flavors of viewer cuz there's there's one type of viewer that like i had this experience with the game and i just want you to recreate that experience for me they're like, wow, what an experience to see a game through new through fresh eyes. But like, while some parts of the people mode. are like, wow, I can't wait to see how this turns out in your unique way. Other people are just like, by fresh eyes, I mean like be me as a child, so I can see it again as a child. Like make make my experience happen again the same way, is what <laughs> they want from you. And then there's other people that frankly should just be buying video games but instead of buying video games they're watching you and you you exist only yeah. as a conduit to be the game for them and they're mad every time you get in the way and those people can just immediately fuck up like if anyone ever like yeah. you talk too much i'm like banned <laughs> i'm just me like i'm done <laughs> literally immediately i'm like this is the premise of this like if they complain about me being on my own show then they're gone like and i don't mean like <laughs> they have criticism i mean like they're literally like they're complaining about me being in the way of yeah, their absolutely. like. The, me, I'm not just a fucking like casket that serves them the game for them that they refuse to buy. I'm like, I'm not. No, fuck you. This is my channel. Then, it's me. He, I live here every day. Be yeah. honest. He, they don't say you talk too much. They say he talks too much. Yeah, they always. Yeah, they always talk about me <laughs> as if as if yeah. I'm not the number one person that sees their comment. The only uh, person, yeah, because yeah. nobody goes back
1: and watches the. And they yeah, and they're, they're usually
0: way meaner than that. <laughs> Which yes, is all, which all just earns the band more because like people that like are mad the let's player is let's playing is like all right I'm sorry you don't it's like it's like watching someone not know how to use a screwdriver or not know what it's for and but they're here anyway like holding a screwdriver and they're just like banging it against the wall <laughs> like why not work right this is a bad walkthrough I'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> I get complaints every day about how my videos are bad walkthroughs and I'm like okay. That's that's not what they are. Yeah, yeah like, oh, at they didn't mean, answer your question about the thing? They never... It says let's play in the title. What, mean, what did you think I this mean, was?
2: I, I, I give concessions at times where I understand that, like, you know, okay, sometimes it isn't fun to listen to <laughs> me just keep complaining about the same thing as it continually kicks me in the shins every time I encounter it.
0: Yeah, but, but sometimes like, you're stuck in the middle of it, and that's just all the game's yeah, giving you. It's, it's, just, it's just that's all it has f- for you.
2: Yeah, that's all it has. And so, like, my solution to Honey Pop is, like, I just don't play it sober. I haven't played. I just haven't played Honey Pop sober the entire like for like seven <laughs> episodes now. You do sound
1: a little bit affected. That's true.
2: It, it's 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 infuriating. I hate it. I, I like the moment <laughs> I stop recording. I'm like, God, what a fucking bad experience. Like, it's just such an
0: unfun You're literally just time. drinking to get through it because, like, the YouTube algorithm demands you play more Honey Pop because it's, it's doing it's so really popular, well on your channel. But,
2: like, it's so bad. It's just such a bad <laughs> game. And there's no, there's, like, no, I, I can't be sober through it because, like, Jesus Christ, the characters alone are just like, could you, pl- could you just, could you please fucking go somewhere else? Just go to a different fucking game, please. I'm just trying to have fun here. And then where's like, the thing at the end goes, of the day.
0: The people, the, the the irritating people that are mad at you, are they don't matter. They just they no, just I, like they just don't matter. Like, but, I, but I, the like thing I look is, at your videos is I, and your I'm videos. Not having
2: fun. Yeah, making the content and that's the problem is like yeah, I, no, I need sucks. to have fun to keep making this video and I can't I literally it notice helps myself to be, like have
0: my, have, I have fun playing bad games and complaining about them Gene <laughs> but I, yeah, I just mean like, like the I fact know. that your videos all of your videos have thousands of views in a way that's like astronomically high for anything on your channel but also despite the fact that the overriding feeling about them is that people just keep complaining about your videos and stuff all of those videos have hundreds of likes And like zero to 10 dislikes.
2: I don't know who yeah. they are but thank you it's like but the, 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 wh- why? the whiny
0: people like, are non-representative and they never are they're just an irritating handful of people and no matter what content you make no matter what form it takes no matter how hard you try to like appease everyone there's always somebody complaining and they'll in in many cases on a daily basis you hear a new complaint you've never heard before and it's like a brand yeah. new thing it's like the it's like the time i made the fucking wasteland 2 playthrough and the guy was like t- complaining how it's so fucking condescending that you would read this guy game to me and i'm like what <laughs> Like he was he was offended what? i was reading the, was the dialogue that was no is it's that not that voice Never youtube wasteland 2 <laughs> is no YouTube it's not voice acted i'm just reading the dialogue and yeah, he was he was, he was offended not just annoyed that it wasn't a silent playthrough because there are like silent playthroughs <laughs> of text heavy games where they just click every few seconds but like he was offended i was reading to him and you just you just eventually you just get so fucking t- uh uh, you get so fucking disillusioned by the sheer number of <laughs> stupid comments you get you just realize it's just not you just ignore it none of these people Could matter you imagine? Like someone's they ne- they're never it, representative like, it's always someone's unique like, stupid fucking complaint
2: did you say that, that in is, school when the teacher's is, like reading a book and he's like are you fucking condescending to me like, <laughs> just
0: go up to your, your, your you go to high school <laughs> like don't you lecture me <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly
1: that's sort of more or less what it happened you go to watch a youtube <laughs> let's play i mean i suppose the, the thing is like it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense on any level but like
0: if no th- i, I used like to see andrew playthroughs no of, ja- of japanese games where he would <laughs> he would just like go to the dialogue and like every time dialogue came up he'd be like uh-huh click oh uh-huh right click right. so, chota mate yeah. Like, like he wasn't reading any of it. He was just looking yeah. at it, reading it in his head, and pressing A. And I was like, "What are you doing?" That's
2: why, like, I don't play any visual novels that aren't voiced because yeah. it's a lot of effort to like voice all of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. like you, that That's, guy would have been so happy with you that one. You have one customer. <laughs> for wow, that content style.
2: <laughs> and like, and now I have the problem with Honey Pop where I'm, I like, I have to struggle to not skip the dialogue because I don't, I don't want it to happen. And it's like, and I, like, I have to sit there like, don't press, Andrew, you could press the button and stop it, but don't do it. Don't press the button, Andrew. And like mm-hmm. every time, every episode, there's one time where I do it on accident because I, I, I cannot stop myself. <laughs> someone just, it. yeah, someone's saying something. like, I can't believe, click. Oh, fuck. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to wait for the fucking God. Oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> Like because right. They're so aggravating. They're so unlikable. They're so un-fucking-great. To be around, that it's like I I will do anything to get away from it, and like it like I I have gotten to the point now where I don't listen to them because if you give them anything like gifts or food or um or whatever they say like a little quip I don't do that anymore I just speed rush it all or I just mass like give them everything they you're like here 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 and they just like the dialogue stacks on itself really because it's like oh that's all folks <laughs> yeah and I'm just like all right we're <laughs> done. we don't we don't need to hear uh, we we don't need to hear what they have to say because I. Uh, i assume they're appreciative of everything i've given them done let's move on now and then like (laughs) you know like the it's it's but it's so it's so frustrating uh when you when that that's the game that takes off like couldn't it be spiral i like spiral i'm having a great time with Spiral. just like (laughs) your
0: most popular games (laughs) will always be uh furry (laughs) and dating visual novels
2: i was like i don't i don't and it's fine i like some visual novels I just also the ones that get popular are the ones yeah. I don't like. Those aren't the ones I like. <laughs> like, stop liking this trash. Like, why? Why? What? What about? Like, when I played, it's always Pop the trick. 1, it's it was... like
0: the the popular comment from the audience is just play what you like, but also you won't watch it. <laughs> yeah like that's the thing
2: it's like all the comments in honeypop like it's fine you have enough charisma to carry the channel on your own just play games yeah. you like no i don't because i've been doing that and people don't watch them sir it's so common it's that my favorite playthrough
0: on the channel at a given time is the least watched on the entire yes. thing
2: yes like my favorite playthrough on the channel is banjo kazooie because i had the most fucking <laughs> fun ever playing that game and guess what? It's not nearly even remotely close to as popular as one episode of Honey Pop is. And it's one like one
1: episode. My God.
2: Fuck me, then. Like the whole series, the whole series entirely is not even close to being as popular as one episode of Honey Pop is. Like, <laughs> maybe, just, just maybe, stack guys. Them up. Maybe the problem is the bad games. Like, it's not me. It's the fact <laughs> that the bad games are the ones that keep making it. being being the successful things on my channel. And it's not like, I'm not some kind of savant here. I'm not playing Honey Pop like some fucking 4D, 200% IQ chess master. I'm not like every match is a fucking intense, stressful game. It's like, oh, four, three, three, four. Uh, If only they didn't fuck this part up. Four, three, (laughs) Three. Oh shit, I might not make it. Four. Oh wait, I'll make it. Three. <laughs> like, like, it's it's a match three game. It's so fucking bare bones. And right, because you're like, basically
0: just playing puzzle quest.
2: Yes, and they try <laughs> to spice it up. They throw a little fucking salt guy spice on it, where it's like they got baggage, and it makes it a little bit harder. And I go,
0: it's bejeweled both right. anime. Oh my god, wait, what? Sorry, I'm watching yeah. your gameplay, and it's not even good bejeweled.
2: No you, ch- no, you straight like,
0: up can cheat. You can move the tiles so far. It's not just a, you don't just switch neighbor neighbors with each other. What the fuck?
2: No, no, you can move it all the way left and all the way up and down. Uh, oh you my can move God. it left and right as much and up and down as much for every tile. Uh, so it's
0: it's 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 a it's a game that was already casual, but now it's for yes, babies. It's more casual. <laughs> like they had it they somehow ultra casualized a game that was already casual.
2: Well, now Honey Pop 2 added some some hard modes to it where they give you uh, stupid stipulations. Uh, so, so Honey Pop isn't that F- bare bones. F- what is that? There's, there is a lot of stuff going on there. So the point is, you, it's not just match three. Match, each match three you make gives you points. And those points need to fill up a Plus meter at the bottom. sexuality seed.
0: Uh, sexuality. These terms. Um,
2: yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah, by the way, get, what do sexuality seeds? <laughs> the game doesn't explain them to you. Uh, you have to figure that out on your own. Well, unfortunately um,
0: we desperately need to stop because yeah, i need i have yes, like, i have only a half an hour to cook and eat dinner before the stream so we're gonna close things off here if you want to ask us questions send them to dialogue choices podcast at com. uh no one does and go watch honey <laughs> we'll talk
2: to you about geography
0: go watch andrew's spyro playthrough <laughs> and like ah! comment subscribe on it do all the interactions on it to boost us on the algorithm while I'm having
2: fun neglecting, with it, it's, it's while, while
0: neglecting to interact with this Honey Pop playthrough it's me so that being it positive. fails.
1: I can vouch for the Spiral playthrough being better than the Honey Pop one. Because I watched a little
0: bit of each. Andrew <laughs> and does positive. like games sometimes. It's just yeah. that whenever he does enjoy a game, nobody watches that playthrough. And that, that stands it for is... both his solo stuff and our co-op stuff. It's always <laughs> the least popular. And, the least popular Andrew content is the stuff that he liked. <laughs>
1: It is important to point out that even though Andrew likes Spyro, he did spend the first two episodes complaining about the
2: game. I did, but but not in a <laughs> but It's, ne- fun. But not it's in good, a, but not in an overly negative way. It was just like exactly. these are things was... that are not good about this game. But it that's okay. Fun. Like it was y- fun. You learn mistakes. Like it, it was the first time they made a game in a 3D platformer and they figured it out. Like yeah. It's, it's all, <laughs> all right, right. good night everybody. Good night.
0: Bye.